Welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. We've got a full crew tonight. We've got Andy, Nate, Micah, Harley, Jesse. No, you can't do them that way. Well, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Special guests. Special guests. Jesse First Bunger and Harley Smith with Explicit Outdoors. That's how you introduce them. Okay, well, then you fucking do it. This is where you guys say hi. <laughs> hi here <laughs> we are. We're here. I, was, I said we have special guests on the post today. Oh, good for you, man. I was wondering who they were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, was like, it was actually me. <laughs> I'm special. I'm that guy. I'm head. <laughs> so, talking what today? Coyote kickoff, man. Absolutely. Is that it's, time of uh, year? December 15th. December 15th. Me, I've gone one time. Me and Andy went one time. I think he's the only time. That's the only time I've been this year. No, I went with Austin one time, too. Yeah. So, I... I've started off slow. What about you guys? You guys hitting the coyote? How many times have you been, Jesse? I haven't been since July, man. I'm not going to lie. July? <laughs> hey, I mean, but that, that's how year. That's how most people are. Right. I mean, you know, not, outside outside of people who do it for a career or something. Normally, some last year, I mean, we hit it hard. Yeah. We hunted all year long, all yeah. summer long. But this year, we just kind of held off until tournament season. Yeah. I don't start thinking about coyotes until – I'm pretty sure I've either killed a deer or I'm pretty sure it's over. And at this point, I'm pretty sure it's over for me. Yeah. So now I start thinking about them and I, oh, I, don't, the odd I don't ever quit thinking about I know. them. I mean, we've been thinking about them. Oh, I know, man. I, it bit Andy real hard a few years ago, and I think he would – I mean, you can speak for yourself, but I would assume you probably like coyote hunting more than you like deer hunting. I'm slowly it's, getting it's, to be that it's, way. It's pushing it at the moment. Yeah. I mean, it's a blast. I love it. It's a good time. Yeah, and I can turn my brain off. Like, I am a one thing at a time type I'm of guy. I'm for you to turn it on. So, <laughs> when I'm thinking about deer, that's what I'm thinking about. When I'm thinking about coyotes, that's what I'm thinking about. And I don't do both at the same time. Yeah, but so. I can be hunting a 200-inch deer, and if a coyote walks out, it's coyote season. Yeah, I can see that. Always I can definitely season. see that. That's why I killed my uh, bobcat last year. I don't know. If I had a 200-incher, that might, that might change oh, shut things up. a little bit. You killed 180. What more do you want? I'm just saying, if a coyote would have walked out first, I would have shot it. <laughs> just saying. I'm proud of you. Uh, hey, so before we start our show, um, we're going to have Jesse and Harley introduce themselves. So, boys, uh, I don't care who goes first. Introduce yourselves. Tell us a little bit about Explicit Outdoors. Harley looks nervous. Let's make him go first. <laughs> <laughs> he never he – ne- he has you, the same you face. No, you should have heard me on the Athlon deal. It was bad. <laughs> he oh, has man. the same face at all times. <laughs> How much time we got for this introduction? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need like want. four or five takes. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. Or 445. I don't know. <laughs> you got me on that one. Yeah. All right, Harley, you can go first. Introduce yourself. Well, I'm Harley Smith. I'm uh, partners with Jesse Bunger over here with Explicit Outdoors. And we just like to kill coyotes. That's right. We host the Midwest Coyote Calling Contest out of Harrisonville every year. This is our fifth annual. Which is how we met you guys. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we've been I mean, going there. I think this is my third year. How how many how many years of the tournament? He, he literally just said just said fifth. Yeah. Fifth, fifth. Pay, pay freaking attention. Sorry, fifth. So yeah, I've been going for three years. Yeah, this is our fifth annual. So you guys, you partnered up with us last year. Yeah, um, but I think you guys have been there. Uh, yeah, we went there, I missed, and I went there one year before that. Yeah, I missed the first one, and then our our good friend Brandon Calder told me about it, and that's when I kind of got started. So Wait I a think, minute, when did it become our, our good friend our, Brandon Calder? So you guys about to say shit? My buddy Calder, my buddy Calder, buddy, buddy Calder, for <laughs> sure. Old no, he he my was, buddy Calder. Yeah, I mean, he obviously does a lot of tournaments, and he was speaking very highly of y'all's tournament. Mm-hmm. 
so you know we made the trip it's a little bit of a drive for us i mean obviously you drove out here tonight so a little bit not too bad um but it's one of my favorite tournaments so we like to make it fun yeah Mm -hmm. i mean it is that it's a good time it's a good time good time good people i mean is that what explicit is is it the tournament do y'all do anything else or uh i mean we're athlon optic dealers uh we sell a little bit of stuff um, we really explicit outdoors was really just a coyote hunting team that we started back in what 13 yeah it was 13 okay and we hunted that was back when the it wasn't really a team it was just kind of a deal that we jesse yeah. kind of threw together and we just mm-hmm. started we went and hunted the yeah, bethany tournament like, up north yeah, right thing bounced yeah. around and hunted a few tournaments back before we even had a clue what we were doing with killing coyotes right you know um the good old days yeah, yeah. Yeah, but nobody else did either, so it was fun. Right. 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 Yeah. Let me just say, I don't know who came up with the name, but well done. I do like that. Yet yet another name I like more than ours. (laughs) I don't really know how that name came up either. XPL sit. Yeah. I wanted something with an X. XPL sit outdoors. I mean, yeah, back when you're talking about, you could throw a call out and turn some rabbit on, and here they come, right? 20 pound wildlife tech that (laughs) had awesome sounds you know but like it didn't even have a screen you had to remember the numbers i had a piece of paper with all the sounds with the codes that you'd one two four eight and that was you know jackrabbit distress or whatever really so yeah oh, it wow was, but it was that was the good days you know i mean if you yeah. want very few people called coyotes back then my um, first call was a icotech a gc 300 the same thing just had numbers so you had to remember what and, the call, the and like how many were, how many sounds could you actually fit on those? Like I could, there, there was the, over a hundred sounds. Oh really? So, yeah. So you um, really had to pay attention. And to see, like, <laughs> you had to carry the card yeah. with you, or yeah, you were screwed. Right. And like Wildlife Tech, um, they were one of the only manufacturers back then that actually had real animal recorded sounds. You really? know, they weren't people with hand calls. They weren't artificial sounds. They were real wildlife animal sounds, and. uh then I moved on to Flexstone. That was when Kreiner was big. And Dog Soldier was mm-hmm. huge. Steve Kreiner. And they used a lot of wildlife tech sounds. And I really liked their calls. I mean, the calls were nothing compared to today's, today's calls. Sure, you know? yeah. But the sounds were awesome. We killed a lot of coyotes. You yep. know, that's what, like, yeah, sounds have come a long ways. But you can still kill them on, on the old basics. The basics. For sure. That's well, the first call whenever I, the first time I ever went, like, truly coyote hunting was with Brandon. And he, your buddy called her. My buddy called her, <laughs> and he had that. I think it's wildlife tech. It's a black speaker. He pulled his black mm-hmm. speaker out, set it out, and then he pulls these flashcards out. And I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, oh, "I gotta have these numbers so I know what sounds to play." So he starts punching numbers, right. and I remember he's trying to change sounds. And he punched numbers or wrong sounds. Like shit, and he started flipping, <laughs> you know, flipping the cards trying to find the right number for the sound he wanted. Yeah, that yeah, that was foreign to me. And then I, I think when I finally bought one, I bought an Icotech, and I could play nine sounds. Yep. It was like preloaded. Uh, had it was just numbers. button like yep. female howl, this male one. howl, this one pup distress, yeah. uh, rabbit crow, something else. I think that's actually fawn. You guys talking something. about sounds right now? That's one of the questions we have later. But before we get too deep into the meat and potatoes, yes. let's do our sponsors real quick. Let's start with Athlon Optics because uh, Jesse's already talked about it. Yeah, um, they're really good optics. Some would say ridiculously, ridiculously good. I can't say the word. <laughs> Uh, and sharp, tight, precious, right? We've said it a billion times on our show before, but uh, athlonoptics.com, find a dealer, and guess what? Explicit Outdoors is a dealer. Um, we've said it a million times on our show, and um, 
I've got one more scope to mount, and all my shit will be the way I want it finally. There you go. Yeah, we've, been talking, to go, we've been talking about their new thermals that came out. We're really excited to put those things to work. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. What's, your, uh, what's your favorite scope that they make? Daytime scope? Mm-hmm. Man, I run an Aries ETR. On, Boom. Right? Yeah. I'm a I've fan. Got, I got three of them. And yeah. I, I really like them. But the Midas Tac's right up there. Boom. Boom. Midas Tac's mine. Have you tried the new I, the Kronos? No, I, I've Not never yet. had a Kronos. You yeah. know, I've sold a few of them. Um, the the Helos BTR is a good hunting scope too. Yep, you I know, like Big Speed's on one of them. Um, I just got one of them uh, for a little less money, you know. Yep. But yep, I really like them Aries ETRs myself. Yeah, yeah I've got two Aries and two Midas Tacks. I can't decide which one I like better. Yeah, at times when I'm using my Midas Tack, I'm like, ooh, I like. You know, its reticle's a little bit different, and mm-hmm. I, I do like the kind of power dot that it's right. got, if you'd say that. But then my Aries is just so damn clear. Yeah. You know, and it's it's kind of like – and they're they're similar prices. Right. I mean, I think the Midas Tag's a little cheaper than yeah. the Aries. That's why I like the Midas Tag is that, that dot or whatever. Instead yeah. of that bigger crosshair, you have that dot so you can – yeah, but I'm not I a good a shot to make it make a difference, but I like that. I feel like I can be super precise. Right. If I'm I a lower – The Aries has um, – MOAs has every single mm-hmm. MOA mark. One MOA. I shoot mill, so okay. Yeah, I, don't, I couldn't really tell you. Well, I know it has. That's a whole podcast. Uh, single MOAs. Yeah, MOA single MOAs. MOA. Right. I don't think Midas Tech does. I still ain't figure it out. I it? usually yep. just put Singles? it in the middle and pull the trigger. And call <laughs> <laughs> if it drops, sweet. That's right. <laughs> Got her. But Mike, yeah, Mike needs to get the red dot from him. <laughs> Check out Athlon Optics. Give Jesse a call. Uh, okay. Weber Outfitters. WeberOutfitters.com. I got some information for them. Two things, actually. So, right now, it's December, and they're having a 20% off majority of items in the store right now. Uh, and they're also doing some other stuff. Um, so, all their guns, archery, accessories, scopes, AR build kits, tree stands. They wrote a special uh, on the area, right? Take the $100 off any item that is over 200 Under $100 is 10% off. And the Elite Era, which is the bow I shoot, can't, can't say the it's price. It's four hundred dollars off. I didn't think you could say that. Four hundred dollars off. I didn't think you could say that if you read on. We can't advertise the number that it cost, but it's four hundred dollars off. Oh. So cheap we can't talk about it. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> read better, Micah. My bad. Um, and then also, uh, we're going to talk about coyote tournaments today. Weber is having their first annual kind of uh, coyote tournament. And which tournament did that take over? Nemo. The Nemo. Nemo which the Nemo this, the name yeah. of the pred- the tournament is the Nemo Predator Tournament. It is hosted by Weber Outfitters. Benefiting part of it benefiting Mobets Outdoors. Yeah. It is on January twelfth. Um is January twelfth Friday. Yes. So it's twelfth. Check in the twelfth. Twelfth hunt the thirteenth. Yeah, check in hunting the thirteenth. And uh Maybe it's gonna be a lot of fun. Go. It's at Weber Outfitters in Hawk Point. And uh we'll post the flyer for it. Uh, it's 120 bucks per team, max of three people. Different side pots, different things, and it's going to be fun. They're going to have food there, obviously, that night too, or, or the night of the hunt, and it'll be fun. I don't know that we're going to make it, but we're going to try our hardest. Maybe we're I will. Be, we're going to be traveling. Mike, I might have a chance. <laughs> I got a chance. I got a shot. Why? Because I can't go to Friday, Saturday. Oh, so that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, WeberOutfitters.com. Check them out. Uh, Midwest Gunworks. We're gonna stay with the gun theme. Use the code Woods Water for five percent off. Uh, 
just bought a mount from them. Bought uh, some, some rings. Some yeah. ammo. Yeah. Got I, got everything. Ex- I got expensive taste with rings, I've realized. If you guys like, are building guns, you need to go check out their blueprint. If you guys are like, new to it, they yeah, have that, a, a nice. sweet thing on their website that if you're building an AR, you pull up the AR, and it's it literally itemizes every part for you. Yeah. And that way, if you need this piece, you click on that piece, it gives you all of those things that they have in, in stock. So yeah. check them out at uh, Midwest Gunworks. Uh, Morel Targets. Right now, Christmas is coming. Be great to get your bow hunter a new target for next year. Could you be in a salesman? Yeah. Big big rollers, my. Yeah, I'm mind. a fan of the rollers for sure. They're my favorite. Lucky Buck Mineral. I gotta get some more out. Yeah, I'm, I had some does hitting that pretty hard oh, today. They're, actually, they're, they're killing it, looking for it. And I'm just, I'm, Don't I just any. gotta get back out there and put it back out. But I mean, I haven't dumped any since August, and they are still hitting it right now. Right. So. Definitely check out Lucky Buck. River's Edge Tree Stands. Use our code Missouri10 for 10% off, plus free shipping. Don't be like me. Buy tree stands and then don't put them out. Still got five sitting behind my shop right now, but, hey, they'll be there for next year. And then Onyx Maps. Use our code MWW20 for 20% off. Uh, Onyx plays a huge deal with what we're about to talk about. You boys use Onyx? You guys are Onyx fans? You got mapping? Yeah. There you go. You don't use Onyx? I thought you did. He's hunt wise. Yeah, same here. Fired. <laughs> what are they fired from? I don't know. We don't know, but they're fired. Hey, use the code MWW20. Get you 20% off on yeah, X. Uh, we might do that now. Yeah, we, we all use <laughs> on X. And I mean, between. Can, can you share your pins with us and everything? Yeah, you can. I'll drop you know, like right now. Like right now? <laughs> no, because no, you don't have, you don't have it. Yeah. <laughs> can you get phone numbers? Phone numbers you know, off you of can't. landowners. Yeah. You can get landowner information, addresses, all that yeah. good jazz of it. Tax ID information. Tax ID right. information. But you can't get phone numbers because we can get phone numbers with HuntWise. No shit. Hmm. That's the only reason why. Most of the time they're not yeah. right because they're only landlines. I was going to say, that's <laughs> like they're, they'll be 15 yeah. years old, but hey, at least we got phone numbers. <laughs> but you there. might be able to get phone numbers to the neighbor. <laughs> the number you attempted to call. There you go. There you go. Black Ovis, use our code MWW10 for 10% off. Love those guys. Just found out they're not going to be at ATA. Uh, although Kindle might. Oh, nice. Might. Okay. He's going to let us know if he does. Cool. Um, check out pretty much anything. 10, 10% off anything, especially uh, Western hunting relating, related. Mm-hmm. And Whitetail, man. I mean, Whitetail. They, they arrow Builder, Arrow yep. ID. Boots, clothing, everything. They got it all. And then finally, Camo Fire, which is sister company to Black Ovis. Not finally. Shit. I didn't see that one yep. on the bottom. Um, get on the app. Download the app. Take you a nice shit and get on camo fire. That's what I do. I did that today, literally. Reveal cameras by Tacticam. We're just talking about does hitting their spots. I mean, I still have mine running. uh, Trying to take inventory right now of what made it through season, what uh, made it past the neighbors and their itchy trigger finger. I will will say I have not had a shooter buck show up since. I'm not doing so hot on myself. Gee, wonder why. Wonder why a shooter buck has. How long are you going to be butthurt on that? That's Probably the first thing he told him. us about when we showed up. You killed him. Like, he sat us down. <laughs> I was to tell like, us there the should story. be 180 inches right here. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's going to be years before he gets over this. Have you seen, like, on Instagram and shit, those guys that make mini, like, mini mounts or whatever, like that? <laughs> are you going to buy me you one? Need to, you need to get him one of them pictures. Get him a mini replica? I, I kind of want to, yeah. just so you can put it, like, right here. No, I don't want it. Um, but, yeah, they, actually, we've got a bobcat on camera the other day at that big, place. That was a big cat, yeah. too, man. 
Might have to go after him Saturday. <laughs> Big old pussy. Okay. Next. All right. Uh, we paid our bills. Yeah. Time to now. It's time to talk it, about coyotes. Yeah, time to put it into work. So, uh, how long have you guys been hunting coyotes? Probably twenty twelve, somewhere about that. I think eleven you were or twelve, say like twenty years. So I was like, oh damn, you guys been hitting it hard. No, it's probably been twenty since mm. about twenty eleven or twenty twelve, and then yeah. that's when we come up with the explicit outdoors deal and started tournament hunting a little bit. You, you coyotes is what got me into. I didn't hunt prior to coyotes. Really? Like I didn't grow up doing it or nothing. So if it wasn't for okay. Jesse, I probably wouldn't even be here right now. At least not hunting right now. You poor. Can you imagine if you would have never met him? You wouldn't have to be sitting here with us right now. Yeah. Like, that's what I was Your life thinking. would be much better. You'd probably be golfing or something. <laughs> yeah. Probably have a lot more. I ain't money. very good at that either. You probably, you probably have a lot more money. I don't know. <laughs> if anybody knows me, I make fun of golf. Ammo, guns, everything else that goes into it. Dude, it, yeah. But yeah. you can. Coyote hunting is one of those things. You can either do it cheap as shit, or once yeah. you get into it, like you. It's like spend anything. Money. You can go down a rabbit hole. Yeah, I mean, you, you can go spend a hundred yep. bucks on a set of golf clubs, or you can go spend about three grand on a set of golf clubs. You can like, spend one hundred fifty dollars on a call, and you can spend a thousand dollars on a call. I mean, or you can buy a hand calls for twenty bucks. So I mean, it just really depends right. on what you and want. And run do. out of breath thirty seconds. In. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's how it goes. Yep. So a, go, go ahead. I was going to. Obviously, you guys got your tournament coming up uh, here on thirtieth. So we're fifteen days out. Yeah. What made you guys start? Yeah. We'll talk about your tournament. Talk about it. That's, that's what, what he's was, doing, what man. I know. That's what I'm saying. What the fuck is wrong with you? Well, I'm not barely paying attention right now. What made you guys start your your tournament? I mean, you guys were tournament hunting prior. What made what just like said that hey, we can do this and we're going to you know what well, was the what was the trigger? Jesse, what made you start your tournament? We talked about it for a little while, but we never <laughs> stone cold. Never really, you know, was serious about it. And then we had another buddy of ours want to do a tournament with us. Um, I don't know if you guys remember the first couple of years we had CJ Outfitters out of Colorado that gave away the mountain lion hunt. I, I remember, remember the very first year. I remember something about that, yeah. So the very first year he came in, like two weeks before the date that we ended up with, and wanted to do a coyote tournament. And I was like, ah, man, I don't know. Like, we don't have much time to throw this thing together. Well, next thing I know, word around town is we had a coyote tournament <laughs> planned. So I figured at <laughs> that point we better, better plan a coyote tournament. Right. So we did, and then we had good turnout you know i mean we only had what 25 teams or something the first year something like that but it was thrown were together you, you in like two the weeks first one i was second one your second one yeah. so you guys missed out on the best one yet probably yeah <laughs> and then the mechanic shop yeah, it was in our shop pushed aside and it really? was yeah. we spent all day the the day before cleaning up it was man this thing was thrown together <laughs> in like 10 days like from having zero sponsors zero knowledge of ever hosting a tournament at all other than the experiences we had with other people's tournaments mm-hmm we threw this thing together in 10 days and had a pretty good turnout. You know, I mean, for our first tournament, 25 teams um, didn't pay hardly nothing. You know, I don't know what it was, like 500 bucks for, for the, you know, for the first place or, yeah. right. team or whatever. But it was fun. You know, everybody had a good time. And then we just, the next year we moved it to where it is now and uh, took off with it. And it's grown pretty big. You know, we've got a really? – how many, how many teams was there last year? Seventy. We had seventy teams the last two years. I say, yeah, you've been right at that seventy mark. Yeah. I yeah. feel like that's about perfect, honestly. We'd like to get a few more, bump it up a few more. You know, I mean, I don't want no hundred and twenty teams. You know, that's a lot of. 
A lot I don't, of people. I don't want to pick we, that many dogs up. Yeah, I mean, we weigh every dog. <laughs> well, that's why I do um, feel sorry for you guys weighing all the dogs, right, man. You know, like, I mean, because you're trying to find that light dog, heavy dog too. I go home and ice my shoulder. I believe it. We got it <laughs> down, believe. you know. I mean, we've we've kind of got it figured out to where we've got like Harley. He physically weighs every coyote. We've got usually two or three people there helping him cut tags, check tags, and we've got another guy there checking for trapping marks. Mm-hmm. You know, actually, like he's a he's a trapper through and through, so he can tell you if that coyote's ever been trapped or if Has anything looks fishy. Yeah. You know, oh, he he saved my ass last year. We brought in three dogs, and one of them was caught. I don't know if it was caught or shot off, but it was missing a leg. And he yeah. looked over. He's like, "Dude, that's weeks old." He it can was tell like, you're you, good. He can tell you. Like, oh, and I was quizzing him last year, man. I mean, this guy, he's been around all animals trapping hunting everything for years he can tell you within 30 minutes when that coyote's been killed mm-hmm. and really? i i checked him a couple times i'd pull a tag out and they got the time on it you know and i'd ask him i'd say when's that coyote killed he'd say 10 30 and it'd be like 10 41 you know i mean he'd be that close <laughs> wow like yeah he can tell you damn that's pretty impressive so it's nice having him you yeah. know they just look at their eyes and tell you within i mean 15 20 minutes he's on it nice so, I'd like to pick his brain for a minute and be like, yeah. "How? Just, how do you? What are you do looking that? at? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what, what's what's the deciding? Factor? Been doing it a minute. That's what. Yeah. All right. So I know you already said it once, but talk about the date of it, and we'll talk about like the format too. But it is. It's a uh, registration will be December 29th, mm-hmm. and the hunt will be thirtieth. Yep. Um, That's in Harrisonville. We're a week yep. earlier than normal. Uh, normally, we do it the first weekend in January. We've had some conflicts in the past with other tournaments and stuff, so we just decided we'd back it up, um, do it the last week in December. We try to be the first one, you know, just to kick off the season. Mm-hmm. Or, I one mean, of them. we're not the first first yeah. one, but one of the first ones. Um, kick off the season and get everybody ready to roll. Yeah. Yeah, um, we're excited about it. I mean, well, I was, but these two guys are excited about it. And um, We'll be there. Yeah, we'll, I'll be we'll there if be I can. There. You think I could get by with not going to Christmas? Just be like, listen, Mike is not going. I have a better chance if you don't go. Hmm. My aunt, dis- well, my aunt-in-law, his aunt, decided to do yeah. A, yeah, a Christmas party. Yeah. I've already told Amy, I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to make that. So, <laughs> you know, we'll see what happens. You could always play sick, mm-hmm. you know. Ooh, you so, got the Rona, sorry. Yeah, I could be right. like, hey, Chase is really tired. You know, he had a, a rough wrestling tournament right. see I, i'm missing no matter what though because my son's wrestling but hey yeah. see i still want to come so here's what's awesome sounds about like he found another excuse right. here's excuse after here's excuse. what's That's... here's what's awesome it's not an excuse oh um didn't you have to miss last year he did mm-hmm. i did but it so was i think you should illness, just say that you can't it? miss no it was basketball or something it's it's probably my kids yeah. my kids yeah, that's right are awesome. I, I understand man but, i'm missing a lot of tournaments because my kids this year yeah but uh the cool one of the cool parts about your tournament is you know the the banquet we'll call it the end of the night right weigh-ins uh you guys have got awesome giveaways um you've also got uh dude the barbecue truck there's yeah fire. dude that freaking well who is that bad again? news, bad news oh. we don't have the same barbecue truck this year the so they sold out um but we do have another food truck we're nice. gonna have a bubba's hobby time grill there and okay. they still barbecue. More, still no, food man no they're more of a food truck you know okay. i mean they 
like, like normal burgers food truck burgers, yeah, gotcha. nachos, funnel cakes, all the. I mean, they got good stuff. All I though. give a shit about is hot food. That's right. I mean, you, yeah, have, you, you know. haven't let me wrong yet, so I'll trust right. your judgment. Oh, no, it's good. Yeah. They're good. They're real good. Um, good. But you guys, uh, and, and the format's changed a little bit this year with, uh, you know, how you're doing it. We can talk about that in a, if you want to. But, yeah, it's, it's a good time. You get to, you know, it's it's a small enough venue where you can sit with folks right. you don't know, talk to them about how their hunt went. Um, everybody seems to stick around for the most part, too. Right. I mean, last year, you guys walked in with a few dogs. I know, like, the, the year I've hunted two, two years ago now, I, we walked in with, like, three dogs. We're like, we're not winning. Right. You know, but you still and, went because it's, and that's it's the a, thing. an enjoyable thing to go to. You know, I mean, our deal is like I'm a small business owner, Harley's a small business owner. So we have a ton of sponsors and 90% of them are small local businesses, you know, whether they're construction companies, mm-hmm. uh, lawn services, car right. dealerships, whatever, you know, and they put in a ton to this thing, you know, and that's where we get all our, you know, we pay all our expenses to do the tournament itself. And then that's where we get the funds to do all the raffles and giveaways. And then, you know, every year we just keep rolling around, make it bigger, bigger, bigger. And it gets bigger. Yeah, you guys have, I mean, you got you built a custom gun last right. year. And, and yep. I mean, that was on the raffle. That was freaking sweet. This year we're have, we'll have three guns to give away. Um, I'm going to, we're going to do a raffle on a thermal. Um, we've got another custom built gun by one of our sponsors that's going to go to the team with the most dogs. Because like we talked, our format's different this year. We're doing something I've never seen done. And we're hoping to have good turnout. Um, it's side pots only. So, you know, some people kind of flinch at that idea. They think the person with the most dogs or the team with the most dogs should be deemed the winner, which keep in mind that team with the most dogs is going to win that $4,500 gun. Mm-hmm. So um, they are going to be at they the top of the board. The they yeah. kind of are the winner. You know, <laughs> I mean, there's not a whole lot of tournaments that pay – 4500 to win right. so i mean they're already getting that and they got a chance to win depending on what side pot it I could right you know that most dogs could land in the highest paid side pot you know which could be at 70 teams that's three grand mm-hmm. so i mean they could be walking away with 7500 dollars 7500 dollars value you right. know and bragging rights and bragging rights and land in any of the other side pots yeah so the yeah. potential is there you could make some right. money and i don't i don't do well, A, I don't do a lot of tournaments, but the one tournaments I do, I don't do it for the money. I do it for right. the fun. Right. It's a good time. It's always a good time. Well, that's our deal, you know, and that's why we did the whole side pot deal. Like, What do we tell our wives? Hey, we're trying to go make some money here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we've never, you know, I mean, we've, like, yes, we do. We try to do different things to prevent cheating and stuff. We, I don't feel like we've ever had a problem with cheaters at our tournament. <clears throat> at least if we have, they've got away with it. They've got it through our system somehow. Um, we got a pretty strict tagging procedure and check-in system down to prevent that but this side pot deal only um another thing about that is people don't know what they're hunting for you know it's get up in the morning get up with your buddies go out kill coyotes all day and have a good time with it you know don't Mm -hmm. worry if you don't have three coyotes killed by noon don't think that you're not gonna win something you know yeah Yeah, you're not texting other teams that you know who right how many dogs you got got? how How many many guys don't matter Right. You know, because that person that comes in with the littlest female may win three grand. Yeah. You know? Right. So. And doing it December 29th. Uh, hold on. Am I thinking about bobcats are still in season? Yeah. Yep. So are foxes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one I thing know. I one I thing I do want to mention, it, 
Yeah, they are. Yeah. So one of the categories, so I'll just kind of run through the categories that we have so far. And there's going to be Sorry. a couple other categories too, because like you guys will have a category. Mm-hmm. We don't know what we're going to do on it yet. We'll come up with it. Or a pot. I mean, not right. category. So we'll have big male, big female, little male, little female, mangy dog, um, heavy drag, which is total weight three coyotes, light drag, total weight three coyotes, um, first extra, which is the first bobcat or fox checked in, most dogs, big cat, 23rd coyote, which is because 2023. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I mean, I think last year with yours, we did like, we drew a number between one and yeah, 50 or something. It was like the 47th coyote random checked dog, in yeah. or something, yeah. you know? Um, Kevin with Last Chance Wildlife, he always donates um, 500 bucks, and we split it up. You know, like I think last year we did $200 to – or $300 to the average Joe, so the average weight coyote. Mm-hmm. You know, we like to have a lot of side pots, a lot of just well, random Well, those, those teams that aren't going to win, any, you know, you kill one dog, right. there's still a reason for you to come. Right, oh, for sure. And that's the thing, yeah. you know, we want everybody to come back. Yeah. You know, like we want everybody to come back support the food truck that's out there because mm-hmm, they're yeah. a sponsor too and you know the raffles are awesome the raffles even yep. if you don't kill Dude, a single raffles. dog you still come that's well, why yeah that's yeah. why no, we tell actually, everybody if you guys don't want to go go <laughs> you don't come back because <laughs> <laughs> i'm um, going to be at the raffles but we have like missouri disabled sportsmen um yep, yep. we'll have them set up uh we're doing a raffle for them uh so yeah i mean we we just try to make it a, a good time yeah, when know? we say raffles we're not talking about like I don't know what it was a box of Twinkies. I mean, I want to. I take some Twinkies. I mean, honestly, yeah. that would be a pretty good <laughs> one. <laughs> there, honestly, at that we time, will have your box of Twinkies this year. We'll I'm, get one. I'm in. Uh, we're, we'll sponsor a box of Twinkies. <laughs> <laughs> How much can we get a case for? I mean, I want an X24. I want a drag. I want a shooting bag or a Caldwell uh, yeah. shooting bag. Yeah. I made out like a bandit last we year. We tried it. Yeah. You know, like I said, we're going to have three guns um, on the general raffle table. Um, that's t- raffle that you can buy tickets for. The other gun, of course, is going to the, the most dogs. Um, but like I said, we always have several companies. You know, Tory with MFK donates some calls and mm-hmm. product. Um, Everhart's donates some stuff. You know, Hunts Long Range donates some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, then Coyote any cords, money that Coyote cord drags yeah. and stuff. You got a couple of those, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And we go. You know, we buy. Good stuff too. The stuff that we do buy, like Pelican gun cases yep. and um, Cedar Creek beef jerky. Man, like I got to give a shout out to them. I saw it, your deal come the a couple day. times for it, you. It's <laughs> crazy, you know. But I mean, like they sent us twenty pounds of beef jerky. Like figure That's that up at eighty bags at twenty bucks a bag. You know, I mean they're they're Oof. a big time sponsor. Yeah, Jesus. And it doesn't seem like much when you get a bag of beef jerky, but until you're up there raffling things off you can only say beef jerky something. <laughs> i was actually gonna bring some tonight and i totally forgot about it you want a bj figure we could see <laughs> who wants a meat stick that's right here's your bj uh, but yeah they're really good they've been on board with us for a while like i said all the small businesses and sponsors and stuff you know during covid the the when was that two years ago that it was really mm-hmm. big during our tournament you know everybody was questioning whether we had the tournament and it was like the first thing that everybody got out and just did, you mm-hmm. know. And I don't think anybody died from it. You know? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think we all made it. Yep. Might have got mange, but no, we got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> had nothing to do with COVID. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, and uh, I got you guys props. I mean, you guys do your sponsors well. I mean, you guys have a massive banner. You've yeah. done very yeah. good at, I mean, promoting. You talk about them. I mean, if anybody's looking to sponsor a tournament like that, 
you guys, I right. mean, do it, do them, do them right. I mean, treat them good. And we're doing stuff a little bit different that way again, or this year too. You know, this year people they haven't seen a whole lot of our advertising. Last year we started advertising them a month or so ago, mm-hmm. but we're trying to see how different stuff goes. This year we're waiting. I'm going to hit it hard this weekend. Like you're going to start news feeds are going to be full the next two weeks, just because I feel like when we start advertising a month and a half early. After the first month, people kind of get used to it. They just kind of gets part of their routine, and then it, they yeah. just kind of—it's just normal in your news feed. So we're just going to annoy the shit out of everybody for the next couple of weeks and Log it. blast it, you know. Yep. Um, but it's going to be one for the books. I don't think y'all are going to want to miss it. I like um, it. One of my favorite parts is, and I don't mean this bad, but like Jesse's soapbox time, whenever like you like get like right before oh, check-ins over, there. Yeah. and you just like listen. If you're gonna cheat, get the oh yeah, fuck out of here. like I gotta be man. Like, I mean, like that's yeah. the way I am. If you, you need know? two thousand dollars, I'll give you two thousand. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think I told him that. You, do, you do that every year. Yeah, that's my favorite part. If you need two grand, that somebody's back, right. let me know. All right, don't talk to me. Somebody yeah. in the back's like, I need. Two <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, this job is gonna be thing, like, you know. I mean, like you got um, to. Me and Harley's talked about it every year. You do as much as you can to try to prevent people from cheating the tournament because when one person cheats they're robbing everybody in that place yeah, you know? yeah right and like we do what we can to prevent it but we got a lot going on too yeah. you know what i mean like so if you feel like you need to cheat to i don't know what that does for your ego or whatever you know i mean yeah we just we try to go yeah it's totally not the place for you i mean like go go fucking right. cheat something else. Yeah. Like, i mean no, people it's, people it's, People will cheat people for a hundred dollars. Right? Right? Right. But I mean, but I promise you, if you like, cheat our tournament, you're gonna feel like shit by the time the night's over. <laughs> my, oh, my perspective, you better not get caught. Yeah. My perspective yeah. on something That's like wrong that group. is, right. and I mean, we all are kind of in the outdoor space, but right. like, is it really worth two grand? Let's say, right. let's say yeah. two grand, right? Is it really worth two grand to drag your name through the mud? Not to me, it's not. You know, even if like, I was to get away with it, you know, I wouldn't feel good about it. That's you know exactly right. Yeah. How how good do you feel that you? screwed all these people over and made your money that chances are if you're that type of person you're not going to have it next week anyways probably not what you know i mean just go out that's the side pot deal once again uh go out have a good time kill coyotes have fun you know if you can guess on what side pot's going to pay the highest amount of money and you want to cheat that way man you ought to be doing something (laughs) other than coyote hunting right Oh, Rain Man in their right. calculation. <laughs> Counting cards. Counting cards or something, yeah. <laughs> you know, truthfully, I bet you, you sit in that room, a third of those people I know personally, we all know personally, and will consider a friend. Right. You're literally sure. stealing from your friends. Right. I mean. And like I said, we I don't think we've ever had a problem with it. Right. You know, no. I don't think we've ever had, not saying it's never happened during our tournament, but we haven't caught it, um, and we look really hard. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like everybody at our tournament, you know, they treat our tournament with respect. I've heard a lot of positive feedback like that. You know, people feel like they don't have to worry about that at our tournament. Right, exactly. You know, because of the effort that we put in to prevent yep. it. Yep. And, you know, hats off to all the other tournaments to do the same. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got to. Well, I think you your process, to, I mean, assuming it's going to be this similar this year as yeah. it has been before, your process kind of does that. Right. right. I mean, it makes it hard. If you yeah. really wanted to get by, I guess right. it's possible, but. Right kind of not easy to do you know and you and some other area tournaments that uh by the way we have a list andy put together a list again this year you go to our facebook or our instagram um there is a list of all the tournaments that we know of in the state of missouri 
that Andy put together. It's got the name of the tournament, the date, contact uh, if you need contact and where it is. I think. Um, so if you're looking for other tournaments too outside of December 29th in Harrisonville, Missouri, uh, you can find those. But um, what the hell was I saying? Oh, some other tournaments we go to, you know, have do have similar processes. Right. Yeah, and you know, I think, all a, lot, I think a lot of them have figured out like what this is how we can kind of this keep is it from happening. yeah yeah i mean sure i i think it was last year i'm not gonna name the tournament but i don't know if somebody tried to cheat or if just something they messed up somewhere along the line but i know a team got pulled right you know they were in the top spots or yep. one yeah. of the top spots yep. they got pulled they i don't know off. what circumstances it was but you, you got know, to so man you I got mean, it like uh i don't know is bolivar doing their tournament this year yeah they're doing kenny it. is yeah kenny. i mean Talk to Kenny. We had to disqualify him, and yeah, he's, he t- another, he's a fellow tournament host, you know. Right. And but they just got mixed up on the tagging procedure on the coyotes, and he told me he's like, "Man, if we're wrong, disqualify us," you know. Yeah. And we had to because if we didn't, then what example do we set for everybody else? You yeah. know. And if we were the same way hunting their tournament, we'd want the same. Yeah. You, know? so you got to set a precedent. Yeah. You, know, you can't deal. You can't make exceptions for anybody. Yep. You know. Right. Yep. Yeah. And I like the way you do – I mean, I'm assuming we can talk about your tagging process. Oh, yeah. yeah right? Yeah. Like, the way you do it is first tag is actually a receipt. Right. You know? Yep. From that morning. I mean, that's I, – I, every term, every other term I've ever done, that's not how it works. Right. You know, you get your tags. Yeah, there's, there's one over I did last year that did that. Really? Yep. Yeah. Well, we I mean, like that's it. just a great idea, really. Yeah. I mean, that means you've got to be somewhere that morning with yep. that receipt, you yep. know, and show it on your video and – everything else it's Dude, sometimes we don't make like i'm afraid i'm gonna get a receipt because austin <laughs> would you like a receipt yes oh our thing's not working uh yeah. Dude, no. <laughs> i had to gotta stop. go across the road to the I had next to, gas i had station. to stop at two different gas stations yeah, last time because I, I got i went in there and i bought like 20 dollars. i was like well we're not gonna stop for lunch so i bought like 20 30 bucks worth of gas station food and i get the receipt and i get out to my car i'm like it don't got a fucking time stamp on it. <laughs> so, so I had to go to another gas station and buy a bunch of shit. We'll stop at Casey's every morning, like for in, in the tournaments and stuff. And we'll go in, get our drinks and shit, and come out. And Austin's always really quick about getting his stuff and leaving. Yeah. And he'll always tell the lady at the counter, hey, check that guy. He's got stuff in his pockets. Yeah. <laughs> like he, every time he tells the lady, like, he got stuff in his pockets, asking me if he's got anything. He's that every friend. time, the, the, like, the girl's like, is that all? I'm like, yeah, that's it. He's like, sure. You sure. <laughs> What do you mean? He's like, you got anything else in your pockets? And I have like hand calls and shit already <laughs> in my pocket. So I'm sitting here emptying my pocket. No, lady, I don't have anything right. else. And he's out there just laughing at the truck. I'm like, right. you jackass. Yeah. But that's that funny. funny. But yeah, it's, uh, we're, it's we're a fun do time. We're going to do it Yeah. That's a good idea. Dude, it's, it is. <laughs> for, for his. It's as worked like three times. People have questioned me like me three laugh. times. Right. Yeah. Makes me laugh. Same gas station. That's hilarious. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's the tournament. Uh, so you know, support explicit outdoors. Um, Jesse and Harley are. Jesse's a good guy. Harley, um, questionable we'll sometimes. We'll see. Yeah, we also actually last year it was the first. Uh, I guess this, we call it annual. Uh, we started doing the uh, Missouri Disabled Sportsman. Yeah. Coyote hunt together. Yeah. yeah yep. Mobility so, impaired hunt. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So that, that was, was a good time. I think yeah. this year we're going to do it a little differently. It's maybe. I we haven't really talked about it, but I think thermals are going to be a little more yeah. involved this year. Well, yeah, because last year it was almost. Uh, it was March, wasn't it? It, it was, was March. It was real late. Yeah. yeah. Like real late in the yeah. game. It was getting yeah. pretty warm. Yeah. Right. 
And it was after every tournament, man. Everything yeah. had been called to death. Yeah, we damn brutal. near we damn near got that young man on something at the end of the, end of yeah, the deal. Yeah, uh, <laughs> standing in the middle of the freaking road, ran yeah. down the. Well, we the, called in a couple of Bobcats, remember? Yeah, oh, right down yeah. On the freaking yeah. on the road. But yeah. obviously, yeah, but can't go Bobcats. Well, yeah. and it's nighttime; you can't shoot right. on that anyway. But yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it January fifteenth. Yeah. No, it was later than that. No, I'm saying no, Bobcats. Yeah, yeah, but thermal thermal starts in February, right? Yeah, well, with a bobcat, you can't shoot and a bobcat with a thermal well, yeah, anyways. Right. Yeah. Well, but they were like 60, 70 yards, yeah. right? They were close. It was right there, yeah. yeah. And he, but he just loved that. He oh, thought yeah. that was they so damn cool. Yeah. yeah. But, um, so, yeah, we're doing that with you guys. Um, and uh, oh, who's the other dude? What's his name? Brandon. Brandon. Scarborough. Yeah, Scarborough. Yeah. And uh, Brandon's very involved with uh, MDS, and Pete should be there, I'm guessing. Yeah. And are, do we, are still trying to go with probably four I think it's the flyer. The flyer I read it uh, yesterday said they're they're going to try to get four hunters going. Yeah, so they're that's, that's what Brandon told yeah, me. Yeah, because Pete ago. took yeah. somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Pete was with us. Yeah, Pete, yeah. Oh, Pete, Pete was, hunted yeah. with us. Oh yeah, so there'll be us. Bra- yeah, we took Brandon somebody. And his, Brandon and his guy took Brandon and Ted Moore took a guy. Then yeah. you guys with Pete took a guy. So there was three yeah. guys last three year. Last year, yeah, yeah. And they're just trying to move it. So I'm going to pick one up. Yeah, yeah, That'd be it's a good time. It'd be a fun time, man. And I think our odds are going to go up a lot. A lot more this and year. The the lodge is awesome down there. The people oh, that own the lodge Horn. is awesome. Yeah, it is just a good time. Adventures at Duckhorn Lodge. The, the name is the Duckhorn Lodge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good no, people. They, yeah, no, they were outstanding host. Um, they do a lot of good popcorn stuff. Popcorn and junior folks. mints, man. Oh, <laughs> man. Popcorn <laughs> and junior mints, <laughs> dude. I hit those. I didn't really know what they were. Those nuggets. I couldn't like. I got addicted to them. I couldn't stop eating. I do that sometimes. Like I get something that like, I can't get enough of them. <laughs> yeah, they're. Fun. They're you Bucky just, Nuggets. You just Bucky. can't stop putting them in your mouth. Huh? I can't stop putting them in my mouth, man. <laughs> can't, can't stop, stop filling my mouth with them nuggets. my nuggets in his mouth. <laughs> Bucky Salt, Nuggets. We went on vacation, nuggets. and we stopped at the Bucky's, and I was like, those look familiar. Do you know there's a Bucky's in Missouri now? Yeah. Springfield. Down, Springfield. Yeah. But I walked, I bought them when I got in the car. I'm like, this is what they were. Just yeah, yeah. a whole bag of them. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's like whenever I was trying to figure out what to make our kill tags out of for our tournament. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, when you, you man, figured out I had a graphics material. business for years, you know, and made banners all the time, like handled banners every day. Well, we wanted to do this tagging procedure that we got with them tags that we've mm-hmm. got that are unterrible, you know. Yeah, I love y'all's tags, They're and we awesome. could not figure out what it was. Don't you guys have went holes to, in them for the mouth? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can put your we teeth. went up to Hobby Lobby and went through all the fabric and material, and I'm like, "What is this stuff?" Like, I had it. Um, it was one of. Uh, Bethany's tournaments. That's mm-hmm. the kind of material that yeah. they had. And uh, that was Rick Plymouth's tournament up there. Um, we were going, trying to figure out what this material was, and it just, like, struck me. I was like, it's banner material. Mm-hmm. So we just started ordering a banner with all the stuff printed on it, <laughs> cutting, cutting them out, all these yeah. Whole whole bunch bunch. Man, I couldn't tell you how many. I felt like Quagmire. Let me see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. How many? He's over there. Giggity, giggity. I don't know. Giggity. I don't know how many hole punches we went through. I went to Hobby Lobby and bought some like like cloth yeah. material. The yeah. hole punch, man. I, I we ended he up is. having to go out to the garage and work on them. Yeah. Between uh, Wayne and Coyotes and hole punch and Popeye over here got her done. <laughs> He's yeah. like Harley. I got some work for you to do. All right. <laughs> Uh, I hope people watch Family Guy because we did a yeah. lot of references just then. <laughs> let's uh, let's get some questions. Yeah, actual, so like, let's talk stuff. some talk. Yeah, some coyote talk because we got some good questions. I uh, once again was late on posting the question yeah, or the post about <laughs> asking questions. But this will that. this will get us into some. Good I think we got combo. some good one though. Yeah, 
Uh, and this is in no particular order. I just took a shit ton of screenshots. So this is from Carson Fowler. Carson, thanks, man. Uh, if you guys called in three on one stand and killed one or two, how long would you wait before hunting that spot again? And, well, let's just go with that one first. If you guys called in three on one stand, killed one or two of them, how long would you wait before hunting that spot again? One of two of them? Depends. One or two of the three. So basically you didn't kill all three of them. I'd, I'd kill one. There's a few things that I might go back. Factor, I'd, go, I'd go a week. Yeah, yeah probably at least. A week. I mean, and it depends on, the, yeah, like Harley said, there's a lot of factors, how much yeah. land you got to hunt. Yeah, you got you know? wind yeah. and you got, I mean, you, you can on, hunt it on a different wind using a little bit different sound. Yep. And, Depen- and it depends spot, on the kind of set For sure. I mean. Well, I, I just remember last year, uh, one of the places you got, we went in there. Pretty sure we killed the female. We either killed the female or the male. I can't remember because uh, a double came in. Mm-hmm. We went in a few days later, and you played it to where it was either a female or a male calling, and we had him dead, dead. You yeah. know, five yeah. minutes looking for it, right? Yeah. And that's yeah, what I was, was just going to say. If you kill in a triple, and let I mean, I'm just make shit up. Kill in or male calling? Because f- now you're talking like me. <laughs> two of them. A triple. There's two of them. Let's Words say it's a male, it's a male, female, and a uh, female. young one that hasn't been kicked out yet. I don't know. I'm just spitballing. And you you kill the male and the female. I wouldn't be against going back that same freaking day with the young one. Yeah, and I mean, that it young all depends one on be, how that coyote acted exactly. when you shot. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, like, were you shooting at it when it ran out? You know what? Like, I mean, we've literally been hunting, called in a double shot one or whatever the other one run off keep calling for 20 or 30 minutes and the same coyote will come back He'll out come and act back, like yeah. nothing ever happened yeah. you know yeah. so i mean it, it totally depends on the ground how pressured it already is to start with <laughs> right yeah I mean, we had we had that happen a few years back pretty close to here called in a double in the morning they got in front of houses or behind houses however you want to call it we couldn't make the shot we went back and made that our last set and we called in another double yeah mm-hmm. and pretty, they, they stayed out further like they kind of knew the jig was right. up but i mean if like, you wanted to take like a poke at him you could have we were talking earlier andrew said he's had coyotes come in when you're out there tagging them right you know i mean yeah. we've had them come in the yep. pre-suppressor you know yeah, right I mean, back when you're making all kinds of noise out there talking making videos and everything it, it all depends on the yep john collins talked about that too like if you watch john collins videos he has some property he will hunt multiple times a year in different and he has also has other properties where he will only hit once or twice a year right just at one it depends how many coyotes are in that area are you assuming that those are the only three coyotes that that are in that area or i mean shit there might be seven ten coyotes around you only happen to call in those so it just depends on your property depends on a lot of things yep and then the second part of his question is Say you didn't kill any of them, which we have done. <laughs> We've called in triples and not killed a single one of them. Oh, yeah. It'll Remember happen. that night? That night? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where is he? He's 20 yards in front of you, dude. I don't, I can't, I, 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 give me the gun sort of thing. <laughs> anyway, say, uh, say you didn't kill any of them by either missing or gun jamming or something. How long would you wait then? Probably longer, to be honest with you. Cause, yeah, because then you don't know. Right. You know, if you kill the, the the male and the female, the two large ones, let's say, and in my scenario I painted, there was a small one, a younger one maybe with them. Okay, that one might be stupid enough to get killed. Yeah. But if you miss, mess up on all three of them, 
Yeah. But if you're gun jammed or something, you know, I mean, they, they might not know what if they didn't get on, shot right? at, you know, I mean, they may not have had any idea. Yeah. They, they, might have, they might have caught your wind or, right, or something right. like that. And like, what kind of sounds we're using too, you know, I mean, if we go in and we have a, a screw up on vocals, you know, we may come back the next day and play distress. Only, right. Yeah. You know, I'll say this. If they didn't see or smell right. us, I don't feel like you would have a problem going back pretty quick after right. that. Because right. they didn't see or smell you. All they know is whatever they were hearing right. they walked over like. another hill. And, Something you know, happened. I mean, how much people traffic is in that area? Is it a place where farmers are yeah. smelled all the time anyways? You know, I mean, like, or is it out in the middle of nowhere that they have no human interaction, <laughs> right. you know? I wouldn't yeah. be hesitant to go back out there, but you need to change your setup. I mean, yeah. like, don't, yeah, need yeah, don't do I'd the go, same I'd thing. go next week, honestly. Depend, I mean, even if I shot at the coyote, but I would change my setup. I wouldn't sit in the same spot, wouldn't play the same calls, um, you know, make sure your wind's still right. But yeah, yeah. Just I once again, yeah. uh, Carson, Carson, right? Did I say that right? Yeah, Carson. Just depends again, because if if it's if you booger them, it's a different story than if you don't. Right. And if you don't, then I, I feel like I mean, you they really don't even know you were hunting them. Mm-hmm. Honestly, they just might think the coyote that was calling to them walked through somewhere else. I mean, okay, right. it's not here anymore. We yeah. don't, you know. But if they smell you. You got a problem. Yeah. I mean, and then seeing you, obviously, that they can put the whole puzzle together if they see and smell you. That's that's what I have would have an issue with. And then you're probably going to need to let it sit for a while. And the next time you go at, back, like Andy just said, it's got to be different. Because, I mean, just think about your dog at home. You, dogs are smart, and these coyotes are no different. Right. Probably smarter. smarter. Yeah, yeah, by far. Smarter. Yeah, they got to oh, survive. Sure. So, good questions, Carson. All right, next I, one. I got one. Yo, I'll do. You got another one? No. Well, this is just on the Facebook deal. Oh, I don't God, know which one. You're going to kill me. Okay, go ahead. Natural Born Killers. Uh, when's oh. his tournament? So Corey. Uh, yeah, Corey. It is the 6th, January 6th, I think. Oh, so okay. the next so that weekend. One, yeah, that one's coming up. After theirs. Yeah, so it's the following weekend after theirs. Yeah. Because that's the one tournament that always I think, matched up on yeah. each other. Yeah. Yep. All right. So what, in your opinion, is the perfect condition for calling daytime coyotes? Ooh. I like hearing everybody's answer to this. Also, in your opinion, what's your favorite caliber go-to Ooh. gun that you so feel you most answer. comfortable Let's, and reliable with? We'll break it down. So the yeah. first part, what perfect daytime condition. Good question, Corey. Five-mile-an-hour wind, cold skies. Yep, cold and, cold and crisp. Like cold, cold, cold. Yeah, I like it cold. I like maybe a little bit higher of a wind, honestly. Uh, maybe like, like that. How eight, high? eight to ten. Thirty-seven. No, eight to ten. I don't want it I'm freaking gonna, blowing its ass off. But I like. I'm gonna say cold, but been cold for a few days. Yeah, you don't want yeah. it. There you go. Sunny, first yep. sunny yep. day. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Low wind, five there. to eight mile an hour. They seem um, to be more apt to be out in the middle of the day. If right. It's, sunny. If it's been cold. And you sunny. know, and I don't. I don't even really care for it to be blistering cold. You know, what I mean, if there's snow on the ground and it's. 25 degrees 20 25 degrees and the sun shining and it's been cold for a while you know mm-hmm. a lot of people think the coyotes aren't like deer when it's oh there's cold front you know like we need to go hunt the cold front like coyotes no. like consistent right you know right. like if it's hot every day they're going to be out if it's cold every day they're going to be out but if it goes from the ch- 60 like the, degrees to 20 yeah. they are hunkered down you i know mean think I mean? about I'm not what, saying you can't kill them but like right. watch watch your dog at home like right. you, you send your dog out in a snowstorm yeah he's going to want to just come back inside yeah you know but if it's a nice day right. he's more apt to just hang out there yeah i mean you know so that'll help yeah. 
So, I mean, that kind of yeah. – Harley, you about the same? I think we're all kind of answering the same, basically. Yeah, pretty much. A, yeah. a little bit of win. I mean – Yeah, I don't like our, it being really quiet. I wanted to blow I, my center yeah. and See, I like that. That's win. why I like that yeah. 8 Consist- to 10. Consistent, don't want it swirling. Steady. You right. that, and it helps with your sound, too. You got right. wind blowing. It helps cover you walking in. True. Yeah. Yep. That's so, why I like that a little I mean, bit Yeah, because think about it. I mean, when we're hunting Kyle, it's, right now it's wintertime. There ain't no right. vegetation on trees. Right. You so got the crunch. You, you're and that's why I like you it. I don't like it to be five degrees because I don't want to be breaking through that snow yeah. the whole way right out not. there. Yep. And see, for me, I don't like five to ten is my – That's like, how I am. Yeah. yeah. Over ten, I, I – oh, obviously, I'll go hunt it. I'll oh, for be, sure. I'll hunt but 40 miles. That's hour. kind of my sweet spot I like. Right. No. Yeah, remember that tournament we hunted where, I mean, we pretty much, like, sat right on the haulers because it was so damn windy. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, we, killed, we killed that female right up out of it. I mean, but, but you had to be you had right to be on top right. of them. You had to yeah. know where they were bedded down yep. at or else you just weren't – it wasn't going to work. Yeah. Um, all right, calibers. Oh, this is going to be fun. Favorite caliber, go-to gun that you feel the most comfortable and reliable with. I'll go just, first. Okay, Micah. Twenty-two fifty. Right there yeah. with you. Yeah. yeah. All day long. Like, there's a – and I'm old school, you know. I mean, there's a lot of new, really good calibers out there, mm-hmm. but I'll I'll stick with my 22250, and if I buy another one to coyote hunt with, it'll be a 22250. I'm probably – I'm going to be switching my thermal up, so it'll be on my 6.5 Grindle just because I want it on an AR platform. Right. But, uh, yeah, my 22250. I mean, you talk to anybody – any like serious coyote hunter, it's going to be in their top three to five rifles. Right. So right. I mean, you can't go wrong with it. Yep. So, I mean, I want to answer Six Creed more because it's new and I like it a lot. But I haven't hunted coyotes with. Uh, although I killed one, I killed one with my Six Creed more. So I guess yeah. I've uh, hunted two years with mine. Yeah, Harley. I think any six. six any six millimeter. My six arc's badass too. Yeah, your six arc. Yeah. You're two forty three. I mean, yeah. any, so that's, anything that's six millimeter, yeah. I think is. A, yeah, I mean. However, I can go with the 257 Weatherby too if we don't want to do any kind of tracking. But I think like the question is, which I do not what want to do. do. You right. feel most comfortable? Or My 22250. Yeah. Same. So yeah. I'm 243. Yeah, you are a 243 fan, and you I'm. Are. I mean, yep. I, if I was going to switch up, that'd probably be the round I would go with. Honestly, I'm, I'm not going to answer Six Creed more yet, just because I, I mean, haven't hunted coyotes with it really. Right. I mean, I killed a coyote with it deer hunting because it showed up. Right. It, I, but between my six arc and my twenty two two fifty last year, I took my six arc more. Yeah. Only because it's not because I like it better than my twenty two two fifty, but because those two guns, my six arc is a AR fifteen platform, and the twenty two two fifty is on an AR ten. It's a lot heavier. It's See, I'm longer. a bolt gun guy. Mm-hmm. See, I don't. I yeah. I I, I, just, I shot AR for a little while, mm-hmm. and I had to go back to bolt gun because you're just a lot more prone to just. Yep. Pray and spray. <laughs> Mag dump. <See>? Yep. <laughs> I went to yeah. bolt during the day and AR at night. Yeah. Yeah. So my night I, gun will be an eight. I already yeah. have one set aside for that. I hunted so, with yeah. that Rock River two two three AR for a while. Killed a lot of coyotes. But me, you know. at the same time, my plan right now is my twenty two two fifty or my six Creed more are gonna be my, my day gun yeah. this year. Oh. And We'll see how it goes. Now, I'll throw another one in there. Until I went suppressed was my would be my answer to that. So, I went suppressed. I went 243. Prior to being suppressed was 204 for me. That's what I'm going to be doing 
Yeah. Hopefully doing a little. Sorry, I'm <laughs> with a 204 this year. So oh, you're fine, dude. That thing's long gone. My my 204, it wasn't threaded, and so I got a suppressor. Obviously wanted to use it, so I set it in, in the safe, and I I've, I've used it once or twice here. But like that thing, still to this day, I feel like I go grab it out of the gun safe, and if there's a coyote running across the field, I'm on it. Yeah. Like nice, nice. Is that all those questions on that one? Uh, Chris, get one. What is your competition day prep? How do you pick your stands? Do you do you do your best first, save for last, etc.? How many stands are you trying to make for a daytime competition? Well, first thing I do is I wake up in the morning and then I, I piss some excellence. Smack my wife on her ass. Just kidding. She's not gonna let you do another podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah. She don't listen to him, so he's fine. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't. Um, I personally, depending, does what else does he say? How do you pick your stands? Do you prefer best first? Save it. Is for this last? just general coyote hunting or tournament? I think it's he, he wants to know. I, how I, think, I think he's doing how we structure your yeah. tournament yeah. like a right. tournament day. Well, tournament my teams usually try to map out our like. Okay, sure. hey, let's start here on the north end. We're going to try to move this direction. Well, I mean, furthest before, to closest. Yeah. before even that, I think a lot of it just depends on what the weather you're going to have right. that day. Yep. Yeah. So you, you got to break it down. You're first. like, yep. we're going to have a north wind. These are the stands that we can hit on a north wind. What's our best route? We're going to try And you always want to start with the ones that other people could potentially hunt that day. Yep. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Harley hit on something real quick there that you said farthest to closest. A lot has to play in, like with your all's tournament, it's. I don't know how long we have it. It's timed. an hour, hour from here. Yeah, hourish. Yeah. So yeah. where, how far away can I be and be at check in by seven? Right. Like, right, right. So like, it depends on how fast you drive. Yeah. Also true. Oak Grove, remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Thirty minutes. Thirty minutes it, in a jeep. We made it with from Jesse driving to, with snow on the ground. Oh wow! <laughs> we made it from Harrison to Oak Grove Damn, in thirty son. minutes. That's impressive. Holy crap! And yeah. dangerous. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> so like. Our team, Austin, is like a very OCD person. We will literally there, – there's been times we have like met the night before. We'll put up on a big screen all of our spots. And it's like, all right, how far is it from this point to check in? So if we get done at this time, how long does it take us? We, like Micah said, we have a north wind. What we want to hit? We, we're like you guys. We've hunted all year long. If we hit a spot and it's like, dude, this spot is freaking good, we will not touch that spot until tournament season. Mm-hmm. So we'll leave it. Now we hunt a lot of other spots. But like nap tournament spot, leave it alone. What wind do we need? And then that starts getting put into the file. Two days the day before tournament, we start figuring out what wind we're gonna have. We start, okay, these are like Mike said, all the ones with that wind. We can we can be this far away at six o'clock. Yep. Where do we want to start? Where do we finish? And logistically, how many can I like efficiently put in that circle? For sure. Yep. And you figure you don't. A lot of people will screw up, and they'll figure, "Oh, we can make a twenty-minute stand here." You got to figure the time that you get out of the truck, the yes. time you get your backpack uh-huh. on, the time you get Drive set time. up, the time you put your call out. You know, if you got if you're you gonna kill, make a twenty-five minute dogs, stand, how long dicking with that? Yeah, you know? chances yeah. are a twenty-five minute stand is going to take you closer to an hour. You know, so um, <clears throat> yep. by the time you, especially when you forget the call and you got to go back <laughs> and get it. <laughs> Leave a, leave a $700 call sitting oh. on the side of a gravel road. Oh, <laughs> that's happened shit. once. And then we left it. So I say we. I left it in the field once. <laughs> oh, damn. I left the remote. We did that uh, the day and a half tournament at Lone Jack that one year. And our last stand, uh, 
we went ahead and made it our first stand the next day because I left my remote sitting on the on the hill that we were sitting on. It was sitting right there next to the fence post I was leaning against, but we had to go back that night. Didn't Austin lose his phone last year? Jared. Jared's Jared. lost a phone. Yeah. Austin, we weren't in a tournament when Austin lost his, but Jared lost the phone. We had to go find it after we checked in. Luckily, if it, he was getting in the truck and it fell out, luckily we did not run it over, but it was sitting in the tire track of where yeah. we did. Funny, funny story. Uh, I have, in my lifetime, closed two different cell phones in my vehicle's door. Oof. I've never done that. Two different oh, freaking yeah. times. <laughs> I know somebody that shot a hole through my Jeep door. Oh. That, you mean tire. <laughs> and, and, well, hold on, not tire, but wheel. This Jeep one. door and wheel. wheel. With a six Creed, if you all want oh, to go back to calibers. From here to the TV. And did, the Jeep, did the Jeep die immediately? And got the no. game. Did you drop it right where it was? Game board showed game up. Wanted to called. make sure everybody's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Just checking on you. Yeah, I got a phone call saying that they thought somebody was shooting at turkeys. It wasn't a turkey. It's just a jeep. Just because there was turkeys in the road, and my jeep was in the field. <laughs> oh my god! And the gun went off, went off the same time. Oh, it was in his boy. backpack. Oh. Oops. Uh, how Oopsie. many? How many stands are you trying to make for a daytime competition? I was talking. Mm, I was that, actually talking to a customer yesterday. He he came up to me and uh, pretty local to here, and so he's like, "Hey, do you?" he's a big he he's a hunter you know he knows you know anytime we see each other we talk about hunting and stuff he's like hey do you ever do that he was talking about the uh grain valley tournament i was like yeah and he's like midwest wildlife yeah he's like how many uh stands and he's like i think i want to do that this year i'm like i was like dude at a bare minimum you need at least 10 i was like bare minimum i think i figured 12 to 15 probably on that's a, usually where we yeah i want to say 15 is about the most we've ever got in I, I feel like we've done 17 before well but that was when we were we had like six within i mean it depends on how far you're driving right depends right. how long the stand you're making how yeah. far you're driving. Yeah. the first year we did that carthage tournament we started in holden and worked our way from holden to harrisonville <laughs> through freeman mm-hmm. to lewisburg yeah. To Lacine, you ain't getting Prescott, seven, you ain't Pleasanton, getting seventeen in there. Eldorado Springs and back to Carthage. You know yeah. what I mean? Like right. it was a long day. Yeah, well, but there was a lot, lot of windshield time. Yeah, too. that's a lot of windshield time. I mean, ideally, and I think this gets. I'll leave that for later because I'm pretty sure that somebody <coughs> asked the question about this. So well, I think it's relevant in this. I'm, I don't figure, it, but it depends how long you're making a set, mm-hmm. right? Personally, I schedule like when I'm we're mapping out. I'll do one an hour starting at 7 o'clock, 7, 8, 9, 10, and you have to stop at basically 5. And if I can fit another one in there, like if we're like, hey, we're ahead of schedule, we can squeeze one more right. in. I look at the map and I'm like, hey, we can hit this spot and still hit our main 10 spots. Right. It also depends on uh, are you having a shitty day and do you stop at your mother-in-law's <laughs> house and get some spaghetti right? right. and a hot meal? <laughs> and then I mean, your uh, next we'll, day we'll it, you we'll fall asleep. we at 10 o'clock and go to oh, Taco yeah. Bell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if, if we're having a bad day, like – I don't have a problem sitting down eating a nice warm lunch somewhere <laughs> yeah, right. or whatever. If it's on fire, I'll keep on going. Right. But I mean, you know. So those, that one set after lunch that one time took us probably two and a half hours because we had lunch. Russell fell asleep. Russell fell asleep on the very next set, and uh, it was just that was a long we were, set. We were just done. <laughs> we, were, we were over it, man. <laughs> we were right. just like, this sucks. Yeah. I mean, the, wor- the worst part about tournament hunting is it never fails on. At least one set, you're always going to run into a farmer or property owner that wants to talk to you. Yeah. 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 Right. So mm-hmm. you're always, I mean, that's, that's. That's when you shoot the Jeep. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> excuse me. Distraction. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
They usually uh, don't want to talk to you no more after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gone. No, but uh, yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of factors in there, but we're about 10. And we, we, we set a little longer than some people do. I, uh, some people are, you know, 15 to 16 minutes and gone. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I've heard podcasts where guys are only sitting like eight minutes. Yeah. Man, it's, it's changed a lot. You know, back when oh, we first started dude. tournament hunting, it was 12 to 15 minutes max, yeah. you yeah. know. But as more and more people start coyote hunting, these coyotes mm-hmm. are getting more Pressure. educated. It may take a little better of a sequence it, to get them pulled it, in. It, yeah, you know it I mean? takes Back more in the day, to 90% of the coyotes we killed were within three minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, now. We'll sit, we'll sit, we'll sit calling half an hour. Now. Yeah. I don't yeah. think we really go over that not, anymore. Not tournaments. I don't think we do. We're, we're more of that yeah. twenty minute, twenty mark. twenty five yeah. minutes. Yeah. Is That's what we, what we do. do. Yeah, we, we'll we'll get up to a half an hour though. Sometimes, yeah. sure. That's about twenty twenty it's, to thirty minutes, depending on the set and what we think we can call in. Right. We especially, did a tournament. You know, especially if you see one out there and be like, I just got or hear one. Yeah, or hear it. I'm like, I just get. What do I got to play to get right. him another hundred yards this way? The last yeah. dog we killed. We did a tournament last weekend and we killed our one and only dog it was a rough rough weekend last weekend is that waverly yeah yeah we killed it at the 36 minute mark and i was three minutes deep into a pup distress before it finally came mm-hmm. didn't y'all win that tournament last uh, yeah, a year before last year before yeah that. austin and jared did didn't yeah. they whatever my wife made me go to nashville <laughs> i missed that tournament you didn't have any fun there though i bet so but not after uh, i found out they won a coyote oh, tournament. And, <laughs> and on your best your best spots uh, if that spot is where oh, it yeah. makes sense, hell yeah, I'd help my spot I think's the best first. Right. First two sets, last two sets are my best four spots. I mean, yeah. Well, it also yeah. comes in, if, you, if you've hunted it enough and you know, you know, sometimes they're not active there in the morning, mm-hmm. sometimes they're not yeah. active there in the evening, yep, so you want to take that into consideration. And too. when, too. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you got a, a fire spot that's kind of secluded in the brush a little bit and you know the wind's going to pick up at noon, hit that spot at noon. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. if you're wide open fields, you know, you want to hit before the wind gets fired up, go True. hunt that stuff, you know. Yep. Yep. It, it, it really all just depends. I mean, but planning is important. You know, just going. I mean, it, it'll work and you'll have fun. Definitely done any it that question way. that's going to be asked on – what do you how do you figure anything out is going to start with wind yeah you know, right like that's it that's the very yeah. first factor that you start with yep dude base I, it all off I, I don't know we might <clears throat> i i wouldn't have a problem not necessarily in a tournament or whatever but trying to cheat it a little bit with that new synth thief stuff that we've been trying you ain't gonna cheat we no coyote dude i you're I probably will agree. Right. You're i'm gonna agree 100 percent of the time we had an instance me and austin went had a guy who has cheat problems i had a coyote come straight in from the wind straight down wind we hung a we rubbed down uh the call with scent thief and we hung the weight we sprayed down hung the wafer wind was 100 percent wrong blowing straight at a double that ran straight in hit the call literally hit it it was almost dark when they came in we couldn't get a shot off on them because after they hit the call they realized what was going on that's plastic right yeah, yeah. i mean I the stuff is good but I'm, this this past season uh-huh. deer season and uh I mean, she she came in, circled downwind of me, and then walked off, didn't it? And well, I mean, if you think about, it, think about a coyote, yeah. right? They have amazing smell. Right. Uh, the amazing sense of smell. Some of the smell. most scent receptors, so I think. they smell yeah. humans all the time. Right. They can smell yeah, a human say, in the house the at the farm yeah. from, but they also can tell there's a human in that house, and there's a human 300 yards closer. Right. 
Yeah. And just how, how stinky is that at that moment? Right. I mean, and you know, like Synthief I said, might the help. coyote, the yeah. how educated, how pressured that coyote. Because yeah. if it's been shot at before, you ain't tricking it. How smart and is it? it it's, mean? Also, like, it's also not, not only. By, not by scent. Right. right. Anyways. It's also not just smelling you. And we made this mistake after we we started thinking about what did we do wrong to only kill one coyote. Like, we thought we had really good spots, should have killed more. We were taking too much wind away from the coyotes. We were trying to call them from upwind. Like, right. they had no nowhere defenses. To circle. Right, they had right. nowhere to circle. We were taking too much wind away from them. You want to give them the ability that if they were to step out, they might get the wind. Yeah, they, they think right. they have the yeah. advantage. That side yeah, I mean, situation. Kevin... Deshong has talked, I mean, for years that sit facing downwind. A coyote mm-hmm. is always going to try to go downwind. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, nine times out of ten, it's going to try to go downwind. And a lot of times, if you got three people hunting and two are faced out, you know, where you think the coyote's going to come from, and one's facing downwind, that guy facing downwind is probably going to be the one killed coyote. Shooter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, is that it on that one? Uh, I believe so. All right. So I got Wyatt Hardy. He says, how do you hunt tournaments? He's got several things. How do you hunt tournaments compared to leisure hunting, such as on-stand time, and how fast are you rolling through sounds? Uh, I guess, like, how the set goes, I'm more apt to, to be more patient if I'm just leisurely hunting, sure. Right. But I really don't do it much different. No, we kind of I mean, covered that, you know what I mean? Yeah. I play on my phone a lot more. Yeah, <laughs> lot more. Summer. Yeah. In oh, yeah. summertime, you know, like when we're out goofing in the summertime, we there's a lot of hour sets. You know, we yeah. kill a lot of coyotes 50 minutes in right. the summertime, you know, but wintertime, usually 30, 45 minutes at the most. Um, tournaments, Once 20 to cold. 30. You know, we cut a little bit. Yeah. I'm a little less patient with my pauses in between sounds. Like, I like on, on tournaments. On tournaments, yeah. yeah. I right. Because I feel like I gotta go, I gotta go, and it's a mistake I probably make. But like, I try to fit that those timer sounds. moves really yeah, slow. To, yes, yes. You look down, and you're like, all right, it's been a minute. It's been 15 seconds. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, but sound wise, you know, I mean, we kind of play the same sequences, or not the same sequences, but the same spread on our time, mm-hmm. yep. no matter what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. A coyote's not gonna sit out there and uh, do an imitation howl for. Five minutes straight. Hey, it could howl for a while. (laughs) So, all right, a couple years ago, my lucky duck, we had a coyote out in the middle of the field that was howling for five or ten minutes maybe, and then I finally walked over there and shut it off. (laughs) (laughs) It quit communicating. (laughs) I about didn't walk out there and turn it off. Yeah, he about turned turned it off. (laughs) Yep, yep. $600 Six hundred dollars about to be in multiple pieces. In the so what, of the what lucky duck do you have? Um, I have the Revolt, and I also have the Roughneck. So I have the Roughneck, but I had to do it external. I put a, a Wi-Fi antenna on it, really, to hope it actually communicate. Now I could put it behind my house in the woods and walk out to the street, and it'll communicate. Every once in a while, though, huh. it decides to go a little special ed on us and not, <laughs> <laughs> not work. That's funny. Um, but yeah, that's really the only difference. Just maybe time on set, we might shave them down a little bit here and there. I thought about doing that with the revolt because you can screw that. I thought about trying to swap out that antenna for a little bit. Yeah, you can. I I bought all my stuff on Amazon. Yeah. And he just has a Fox Pro, so he just uses it. Yeah. I just have a Fox Pro. That's how that works. The only issue, the only issue that I have with my Fox Pro is, uh, the times that I'll go set my call and I'll come back, sit down and realize I didn't turn it on. (laughs) 
Yeah. So I got to get him to walk back out there. Miss that switch. Like that, but, yeah. yep. uh, question number two from Wyatt. What do you look for when trying to make a stand selection? Where are the coyotes and what's the wind doing? Access, wind, yeah. uh, coyote, coyote sign. Yeah. You know. Yep. Like, yeah, what can, What do you know about them? Have you seen them out there? Like, you can't just you walk in anywhere. I mean, I guess you can. You can. But, but yeah, you're not for tournament. Did it say for tournament? No. No, he just said, no. Just what do you general. look for? When I mean, if it's not tournament, I'll just go sit if something right. comes out. Something also, comes out yeah. if not. But if it's a tournament, I'm not hunting ground that I don't know there's coyotes there. You're wasting time. Right. Because right. you're going to walk too far right. and you should have stopped. We hunt or, enough throughout the year to where we know where there's coyotes. Yeah terrain i want to be able to be. see like yeah that sure that field's open downwind but if it's full of terraces and hills and i can't see but 20 yards of that direction yeah i don't want to do that because yeah. that guy's going to eat me before i'm no, not literally but be on top of you before <laughs> it's before it's it's chance. hard hunting a piece of ground that is virgin to you because right. you just don't know what you don't know i mean we had that in a tournament last year with daryl that we we sat and it looked like a money spot. Like, gosh, how is there not any coyotes here? And we're sitting there getting ready to leave. And I'm like, I feel like we need to go deeper. Right. So we're like, yeah, fuck it. So we walk deeper. And five yeah. seconds after he sometimes turns the sound on, dead Sometimes a hundred yards can make all the difference. Yeah. And that, to me, and that's just wild. You just don't know those things that you don't know about a piece of property. You know what I'm saying? You so, know those coyotes heard that. But they weren't comfortable they with the terrain or wind direction. Something, something yeah. to come in. Yeah. I think we had to cross a creek at that one. That's, I wonder if that was the we, deciding factor. But we, had, we were already on the other side of the creek, and then we went further. We were on the creek. We were on the creek bank first time. Then we went up and over, Another what do you call hill. it, like a hill, let's say. Yeah. And then that coyote similar. came in silent in the timber. That's where he yeah. shot him. So, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe it was it was windy that day, if you remember. Right. So maybe he just didn't want to get up. Right. You know, and then we came into his bedroom. But, yeah, I, I mean – I would just say, where are the coyotes if you know where they are and what's the wind doing? That's honestly the most two important things, I would say. And then what is your go-to sound to start a stand? Ooh, it no, depends. No, nobody offered Man. yourself first. Yeah, <laughs> I'll throw it out there. Like, my majority of the time, go-to is imitation howl. I howl a lot. Long howl. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm a long howl. Yeah. And it's <laughs> usually a female. Is what I'll start with. I'm not oversold on male female. I, I like this. Like uh, if I, it sounds right. There's to me, a female or howl yeah. that I think is really good sounding, so yeah. I like to use it. Right. Yeah. And I don't let the whole sound play. I don't know if people would let the whole thing like go until it's over, but like I'll three howls and cut it off. Yeah, yeah. I don't cut it off mid howl, right? You don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I mean, if you, hey, I've done it, man. It makes me so oh, yeah. mad. How many times have we been hunting the together? I'd be like, spot you got. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Especially like I love MFK sounds. I absolutely love MFK oh, sounds. Yeah. Um, I I mean they're my go-to's. But there's a few of the sounds that are absolute killer sounds. But there's not much of a break <laughs> between the howls. Yeah, be quick, man. So like in my mind, I'm like, okay, the break's right here, and it's really after the next howl. So I'll hit pause, and it'll <laughs> done. And I'm like, man, no coyote in the world does that. But <laughs> that one did. Yeah, that one did. Yeah. The craziest things. I'm sure you've had it. Sometimes the coyote still comes oh, yeah. in. Yeah, oh, yeah. Shit, we don't yeah. quit. Yeah. You know, we yeah. keep going. Oh no, the thing's choking over there. <laughs> go <laughs> save it. <laughs> I got one. If you get, or is uh, yeah, that's, that's it from Wyatt. Thanks, man. All right, from Clint. What's everybody's thoughts on this new 22 arc coming out? I'll be honest. I have no idea. I haven't even researched it at all. Isn't you know. no? What's Calder use? 
This is his twenty two uh, Ackley improved. Ac- is it an Ackley? No, his two forty three Ackley. Two forty three. He just built uh, yeah, a right. twenty two Creedmoor. I think so. Okay, yeah, yeah, is a yeah, Creed. Yeah, yeah. I think he built twenty two Creedmoor. S- somebody was. I think it might have been the podcast I was listening to. They they were talking about the twenty two Arc, and they were saying, "What was it? It's a fad round, and that it's probably not going to last." I don't know anything about so it. So it was a six Arc. But that's what they were saying. They well, I that's own it why and shoot the hell out. That's of why it, they so. said it. They were like, right. "Well, if they would have done it before the six Arc, it probably could take off better, or something like that." Hey, and I don't know. They could have just been talking out of their ass. Who knows? Right. You know, I I don't get too. I don't know excited. About it. I don't either. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to have one, but. That's just because I'm I have what I want. Say never. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take that. I take that back. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know much about yeah, it. I don't yeah. know much about it. I mean, there's another question I think we got from someone coming Isn't up about Corey Groff, a big 22 arc guy. I thought he was a 22 Creed Morgan. He's a Creed Morgan. 22 Parvo. See, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, Parvo. Yeah, it's 22 Parvo. Yeah, because that Hunts makes one of those. Yeah, that's what they make some badass rifles. I know he's 22 something. Yeah. Do you see that twenty two two fifty, that real short one? They, dude, I wanted. I asked him, I was like, hey, how much how much is one of I those? I did the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Corey did the Corey, same thing. Corey Groff today killed one with a twenty two parvo. Yeah. yeah. He, he killed two. He's, He's a big, big twenty two parvo, parvo guy. Yeah. I don't I I mean I'm never gonna load my own ammo. So well, I say never, but I don't load my own ammo. I do with my twenty two two fifty. Do you? And yeah. I'm just and like my twenty two two fifty it doesn't really like much factory ammo, but really? it loves my reloads, don't Harley? Yeah, I think that thing's five eight. I mean, for now, at two hundred yards ain't all much day rifling long. Left. <laughs> <laughs> coyotes, man. Uh, yeah, it, it's cranked up there a little bit. Is it? it? Yeah, it's pretty fast. See, I mean, I shoot. You know, it's a Howa uh, M fifteen hundred or whatever, yeah. and it loves those super performance. Those, See, you know, I got the same gun. Mine yeah. hits them. I learned. Really? I learned a lot about super Isn't that performances. Weird? Yeah, uh, different guns. It's crazy. You got the heavy barrel. Or They're like not made. Much yeah. sure. standard barrel. Same. Gas guns. They're made for gas guns. They're not, not made. Uh, made for gas. Too guns. much gas. Yeah. Yeah. But I've shot the the best factory load ammo that my Howa shoots is Winchester White Box, the cheapest stuff you can. <laughs> really? Have. That's right. my fifteen hundred was the same way. And I'm shooting uh, Nosler dirty uh, stuff. Fifty five grain good. ballistic tips, um, loaded pretty hot. I mean, they're right at four thousand. And uh, that's moving. They are it's cooking. Looks like they get electrocuted when they get hit by that thing. Yeah. And I mean, there's not many. There's not many that move. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so really, the answer is I don't freaking know anything about yeah, it. I, I, don't I try not to read up on new guns because I don't need to buy any new. Right. Any right. Guns. Right. Yeah. I'll be honest with you guys. I feel un-American for not owning a twenty-two two fifty. Like I really do. You probably no, should. You you are. You're the so. only. You got a 2250? Not anymore. Okay. I, I plan, well, never mind. I, I was going to say, yeah, you, you plan can, to have another one. You can both be pieces of shit together. Yeah. Congratulations. Right. You want to come sit over here? Just <laughs> <trade> <laughs> your thoughts. Uh, next one, I got Ethan McCabe. Okay. Our buddy Ethan, uh, question for the show. Is it more important to spend money on a quality speaker call unit and use the sounds on it or use a unit you have and then spend the money to purchase the sounds now and upgrade calls later down the road? Unit you have and sounds. So basically, if you have, a, let's say, a shockwave, I mean that, yeah. and then you if buy you, sounds. If it's or, a quality sound, you could call you already have. I mean, ahead. me personally, now that I've done it, uh, I bought an X24 from MFK, loaded with all this shit. It hurt. Buy once, cry once type right. of deal. I mean, if it's it, a it quality cheap, sounding but, speaker, mm-hmm. yeah. buy sounds. You yeah. know? Yes. I mean, if... Honestly, if it's a bigger name call, if it's a Fox Pro or Lucky Duck, 
Shockwave, Roughneck, X24, X2S, whatever. Mm-hmm. If it's a call that's got a decent clarity speaker, buy sounds. Yeah. You know. Yep. I mean, and buy, like, don't get me wrong. I love how everybody asks for sound advice and stuff. But the more people playing the sound in your area, the, yeah. you know, play something different. You know, I mean, right. I, I've called coyotes in on an elk bugle. No lie. Like, just jacking around, you know, yeah. after set was completely done, you know, play something different. Don't go out there and play the exact same sound. We called you, a lot of dri- You're going to be driving by a, a farm one day, and you're going to have the window down. You're going to hear three, six mafia fucking going on in the, <laughs> the field. And he's like, just try something different, man. <laughs> right. Ass and titties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try that. Not that different, man. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's a speaker, right. doesn't mean it's yeah. so. What you're saying we, is, I can't kill a coyote with ass and titties from Three Six Mafia. I'm yes, not, I'm not saying you can't. I'm, I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> Please do. Film it. I want to know. Uh, we killed a bobcat on porcupine. Well, I mean porcupine around here, but I mean it was different. Right. It was a different yeah. sound yeah. that perks their interest. Yeah. yeah, but I, you know, I guess part of what he's thinking is, let's say you go buy a cheaper call. Is it better to buy sounds for it or just buy a call from for how me much, how much hunting are you gonna do yeah right. exactly i would still say sounds yeah. you know as long as it's a decent sounding call yes buy sounds now yeah, you've already got the and call it depends on where you're hunting you know yeah. if you're hunting a place that nobody else coyote hunts you can go buy a 150 fifty dollar call with factory sounds and probably go kill coyotes on baby cottontail right you know and you can but, buy sounds from a lot of places. I mean, right. Predator Tactics has got them. MFK, he's got all kinds of cool stuff. Rick Paulette. Rick Paulette. Um, oh, what's the other one? Tony Ico Tebby. Ico, huh? Tony Tebby. Yeah, oh, I got yeah. some of his stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can get them a lot of places. Predator Tactics. Fox Pro, you can buy extra sounds from their website. Yeah. Um, you can get shit everywhere. But me personally, just to be honest, when I bought my X24, it came from MFK. And when I bought yeah. my Lucky Duck Roughneck, it came from Rick Paulette. Yep. because they put all their shit on there for them. But, you I mean, know, just because this, for example, just came out, like Fox Pro came out with the X48. If you had the X24, the Shockwave, I don't think you necessarily need to go buy the X48 because it's newest <laughs> right, call. Right. You could go, I would rather spend my money on MFK Sounds and put them on that Shockwave or X24. There you go. No, I agree there with you go. that. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't, I mean, yeah, you're not getting the newest and greatest, right. but they're now, still going to get if it. If I still had my Icotech nine call button deal, I'm going to go buy a new call. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Also, on that, I would suggest annoy the shit out of your spouse, girlfriend, kids, whatever, <laughs> and just learn how to use it. Learn how to run a mouth call. Learn how to use some diaphragms. That's true, too. I mean, it's going to, you're going to sound a little bit different. Yeah. And it's cheap. Yep. Mm-hmm. I suck at the mouth and call. And you're, you're, you're either going to forget to turn your call on or you're going to. The batteries die. are going to die, yeah, so we you always want to have a backup. I yep. mean, I Jesse does too. We both carry diaphragms with us on yep. every mm-hmm. it's, it's in our bino pack. I normally have at least one call. And so. I don't know how many times we've been out and called, howled, ran our whole sequence, shut the call off, we're done. We stand there for 10 minutes or so, kind of our soaking period, mm-hmm. and then we'll throw a diaphragm in and howl and have one answer us. Yep. Yeah. You know, we did not care about that sequence that we had on that call. Yeah. But for some reason, we triggered it with well, a Well, it had a little bit different sound. Think about those, mouth, yeah. those mouth calls, too, whether it's, you know, you're a distress or a coyote. Let's say your call is 50 yards in front of you, <laughs> and you're hoping, obviously, the coyotes come from further away to that call. They might not be right where you want them, right. but you're further, 50 yards further. Right. You start making a different sound, right. pull them in a little closer, 
potentially get them killed. I don't like uh, howling myself, but I'll, I'll distress. Yeah. Um, I just suck at howling, to be honest with you. I don't use diaphragms. That's my problem. So yeah. I got to find a freaking long story. And but just uh, gag reflexes, is that it? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I've heard. <laughs> he doesn't have any. Ooh. <laughs> so at the same time, you're talking about like it doesn't have to be perfect. Like no coyote in the wild actually howls no. perfectly every time, right? right? No. So I mean, you don't have just to. Just get your wind right. Like yeah. you learn 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 how to use your diaphragm. And that howl and it's pretty easy. that you're putting out on your diaphragm sounds a whole lot different right here than it does 400 yards yeah. away. Yeah. You know. Luckily, I live with nothing but trees behind me, so I will go outside and annoy the hell out of my neighbors in that case and just howl a few times just to see. So you can fire them up? <laughs> Oh, I get them fired up behind my house. I just can't hunt them, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like to do, man. I, it's crazy what will set off a coyote because, you know, I got them around my house. I'll go outside and I'll whistle yeah. just oh, yeah. as loud as I can, and they'll that'll make yeah. them sound off, yep. you know. So, all right, we cover that one? Yep. All right, Alex DeBoard, right? DeBoard? Yep, uh, talk about that? it. Talk yeah, about it outdoors. He's a good dude. Uh, best new sound you've discovered? Anybody got any – I mean, I think MFK is kind of like the uh, – I don't know. It's not new to the game, but it's a real I hot think topic. Kinda, I think they're kind of the leader at the moment. I would, I would on, assume on that. Sounds. I would assume that. You know, I mean, Tori over there, he does some awesome stuff. Yeah, he does, yeah. man. They, but, they I mean, he also came on. into the the, <coughs> the e-caller game a little late. Yes. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. – He's kind of taken over, his, too, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it just just with he him knows and, the animals, Him and Jason yes. have – you can't beat them on diaphragms at all. Yeah. Well, when you've got I mean, somebody that raises champion colors, aren't they? Like aren't they? Jason yeah. is. Yeah. Jason's like. Is he talking? Is he talking about like an actual sound? sound. Like I, a single yeah. sound probably, you like? Probably right. so. Probably. There's a new sound. one I heard the other day messing with mine that I like. It's. I think it's bougie, mm-hmm. homesick. It's an MFK yeah. sound. Yeah. Uh, I haven't used it on a set yet, but I'm like, I'm, Didn't I'm you going run that to. Before? What? Bougie, bougie, whatever. Bougie, I think it's bougie, bougie a lot. I have a um, sound called Blondie Long Howl. That's yeah, my that, That's a good I like one. That one. That's a good one. Is that a Lucky Duck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go back and edit Rick the Blood show. Has some good stuff. I think I think Tori has a lot more like qual like I'm say about quality, but like <coughs> what I like about Tori is he's got a, they're all his coyotes. Yeah. So he records these, you know, he's got a lot of different sounds from the same coyote. So mm-hmm. you can build a story. You can paint yes. a picture out there, right. you know, like you when you're, how, when you're yeah when you're playing five different sounds you know five different whether it's a howl a whimper a whine a whatever <laughs> and it's coming from five different coyotes is a little bit different than if you're playing whimpers and whines from the same coyote over and over yeah. you know because yeah. a coyote that's out there 200 yards thinks that they're that's this one coyote it's the same coyote and they can they can figure out sure. what coyote's making what sound. Is it's coming one, from the exact same location. Is there one coyote over there, or is there five? Because right. if there's five, exactly. I might need to be worried. Right. Sort of thing. You know, so that's what I like about Tory stuff. Yeah. Like he's got fifteen sounds from the same coyote. Yep. You know, fifteen different howls. Yeah, bougie wide. might have a long howl. A bougie right. whimper. Yep. A bougie fight. She does. Yeah. There's yep. like, um, and I've yeah, used enough of Tory's stuff for the last couple of years to where I can play a howl. And without even looking at my screen, tell you which, which coyote, coyote is. it is. You yeah. know, just because I've kind of yeah, I've listened to them enough. But yours, I'm not a caller. <laughs> I just shoot. <laughs> I don't have to worry about that shit yet. 
Yeah, Mike is like, I, I don't carry a Paco. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot you don't got to carry a call. <laughs> yeah, right. he, he was he was texting me. He's like, hey man, what what pack are you gonna run this? You know this coyote season. I'm like. I don't think I'm going to. And he's like, oh, yeah, you don't have to carry shit, do you? I'm like, not really, man. So, I go in light. At least yeah. he can bring his own thermal this year. Yeah, that's true. Not bummer we'll this see. year. We'll see. All right. What needs to be seen? Right, change subject. Yeah. All right. Still from Alex. What's the population of coyotes like in your area? I would say solid. Zero. Yeah, none. <laughs> yeah, There's none, none in Missouri, man. dude. There's no where he, we're at. Is he Georgia? He's in Georgia. Yeah. yeah. You stayed down there. They got Georgia, low numbers. He's seen, I think when I've talked to Alex, it seems like they either have low numbers or super pressure problems. Yeah. But um, we're not like Texas. Yeah. No, we're no, not we're Texas. not like Texas. Um, it's probably less than there were 10 years ago because yeah, there's I, more of us that hunt. Well, that's really kind of so. Like, maybe more. I, I heard a long time ago for every coyote you kill, two more will move in. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know if that's true or not. But, it's like, true. we've got some properties that we've knocked out some big numbers on, and it they seems like seem the next be. year there's just as many yeah. still there or more. Yeah. You know? I've always been told coyotes will breed to their resources. So, if you're killing coyotes, taking resources out, that <coughs> female would actually feel that, the, hey, this area can support more, right. and she'll have bigger litters. Now, I will say I think the coyotes are getting healthier because I think a lot of mange is getting knocked out by coyote hunters. I th- mm-hmm. Dude, I haven't – I'm trying to think of last Like, we've got some places that have I been mangy in the past, year, you know. We've you? killed yeah. five or six mangy ones out of there or whatever. Not and then spreading as fast, It maybe. seems like they come out a little cleaner. You know, mm-hmm. they're cleaning them up a little bit. Yeah. It depends on where. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does. What else do you got? Has coyote hunting become a fad sport? And – I hope it is. I hope it has become a fat sport just because I want to die off a little bit. <laughs> I, mean, I, I wouldn't say I want less a, hunters. I want less coyote hunters. I wouldn't honestly. say it's a fad sport. I'd say that it's becoming more popular with all the tournaments and the you know, it's more of a popular sport. It, yeah, it's just um, getting more the market's popular. opened up for it a lot right. too. Mm-hmm. Especially in the last ten years. There's a lot more stuff that's actually aimed towards coyote hunting mm-hmm. yeah right. you can go to bass pro and find a aisle that has mouth calls oh, prey yeah, distress yeah. calls everything Fox pro need. stuff yeah. yeah everything you need whenever we first started coyote hunting i knew nobody around our place you know i mean like one or two old guys with old johnny stewart's mm-hmm. and 220 swifts you know right. i mean that like guys that used to run hounds the, and that you're sort right of stuff, i mean yeah. they're diehard coyote hunters don't get me wrong but right. them guys that from the old days that haven't done it for years and then they come in with the pressured coyotes and the new stuff new technology and stuff it's a totally different ball game anymore mm-hmm. you know i mean the coyotes are a lot harder to kill now than they were 10 years ago <coughs> do you a lot harder do you think with the new thermal hunting and coyotes how long in my opinion is it's a matter of time how long before night hunting coyotes is going to be very similar to daytime hunting coyotes where it's going to be hard to call them I think, uh, we, I think we're already starting to see that yeah. ourselves. I do, too. I, I think it, what it's going to do is it's going to make daytime hunting coyotes impossible. impossible, impossible yes. Which, that's see, but, another thing. But, as then much look as at, I, but look at Texas. Right. They've been able to do that. They do it all year long. But they also have the mo- most coyotes per square mile of any state. Okay, and I would bet they probably have the most hunters per square mile of any state, too, that go after them. It's possible. I don't know. It's, it's possible. I would, I would, I would assume. You're still you're still calling them in at night. You're still shooting them. I don't know. I, I still like my daytime stuff though. I mean, I haven't I really do. night hunted. I don't even. But see, I don't even compare the two. They're so freaking totally different, different, right? That yeah. there are. I love not day hunting and I love night hunting, right? But 
to say, well, which one's better? Dude, I don't know. Like, I probably enjoyed day hunting more. If um, I had to pick one, yeah. just because I like the, yeah. I like the bouncing in, you know, just that first flash you catch, right? You yeah. know, I mean, and uh, like I said, nighttime is way easier. Like I like the challenge. It's a, I mean, it's a, a video game. It is. For it's sure. a video game. I nighttime like, is more killing than it is to yeah, me. Right. Than it's the hunt. Like well, daytime strategy, is that yeah. hunt, the strategy. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's cool that you don't see anything. You know, until you see that it. white spot's coming at you. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. Um, They're both fun. But day, yeah, daytime's think. hunting's a lot like being married. You know you know when you're doing it right. So. That's, <laughs> okay. Think of it that way. Continue. Enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More? No. Okay. No. How do you know? I don't know if I've figured it out yet. <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee I haven't. <laughs> Uh, I'll try to be really quick with some smart ass comment. I see. I see the wheels turning over there. I'm just gonna leave it alone. When, she, <laughs> when she's flopping in the field, you know it's. Right. <laughs> leave uh, it alone. She thanks, comes bouncing in. <laughs> Legs are up. No. <laughs> oh man. Uh, next question. Yeah. yeah move on. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is, I don't even know if we really answered this question, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's a fad or not. Thanks, Alex. Good to hear from you, buddy. You hear about coyote hunting more, a lot more, I feel but like. But also, I'm on coyote hunting Facebook pages. I'm on coyote. Like, right. I'm I looking s- for I, it. I, right? search, I search it out a lot more. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, our buddy Daryl, if I told you there's a 32-grain VMAX bullet that's moving at 4,600 feet per second, would you use it? Or what is the smallest grain you prefer to use on a coyote? I mean, absolutely. I try anything once. I'll try it. I mean, you're borderline 204 right there. 204 is 4,200 feet per second. So you're, you're you're souped up 204 right there. What grain are those? 32. Are those 32? Yeah. Oh, it'll kill a coyote. So I'm 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 not picking it. If I can gr- right. if I can group that round and I can afford it, I'll shoot it. Yeah. That, that's a good hand load right there. Is it? I I've never well yeah, I've never tried any hand load 204 stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like I've got uh, my my two twenty two two fifty are fifty fives because I can't shoot fifties out of the gas, and uh, you can get fifty uh, just regular not V-maxes. super performance. Yeah, you can get just regular V maxes. And um, I don't know, I it's about as light as I'd like to go, but now I, I like realize they're going miles. slower than forty six hundred feet per second, although they're going fast, yeah. uh, and I know. 4,600 feet per second, a 32-grain bullet will do damage, but... Speed kills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 103 with, grains with also That percussion, kills. That, I mean, <laughs> with just, milk jug stuff. Like, that 204, like, just turns into a freaking empty container. Like, I used to hunt with a friend of mine that that's all he shot was a 204, and you yeah, would see more dogs just fold. You wouldn't even see a hole in them. You would just... No, they yeah. would just buckle. Just turn yeah. into jelly inside, yeah. Well, it's the percu- I think it's the shock value. Yeah, They're just it hits them so yeah. hard. Whenever we yeah. had Heath on, he he was real adamant. He's like, dude, it's that shock. Yeah, it's not the damage, or I guess it's considered damage, but shock them. Or yeah, whatever. I'm telling and I think you, that, that 22250 of mine loaded that hot. It's like they get electrocuted. You yeah, know, and they. You can. I think you can accomplish that with all those different. You can accomplish that with a 32 grain bullet at 4,600 feet per second. You can accomplish that with a 103 grain bullet at 3,400 feet per second. You can accomplish it with a 75 grain bullet going. I oh, mean, yeah. it I just depends rather, on you know 
I'd rather shoot that 32 grain bullet going 4,000 to 4,600 whatever than I would that 103 grain bullet going 28 to 3. Yeah, because you're going to know your drop. You're going to know your dope a lot better. Right. It's going to be a little bit easier. I mean, Again, nowadays I'm gonna it's pretty easy to pull the 257 out and get the 110 going about 3,800. Yeah. Hole about that big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, there was a, a coyote. It's blood. I missed. have its tail and its snout. Yeah. Yeah, which I, I mean, I I would know my drop anyway, because I mean, if I if I'm gonna take a gun, I'm gonna know that gun. Yeah, you know, and I'm gonna shoot that gun out to 500, 600, 700, and I'm gonna figure out what my drop is, what my MOA is, even though I can probably figure out close to what it would be based on what the box says, and they're not too bad, but barrel length, a lot of different barrel, stuff, a lot, of, a lot of different things, but most of the time the box will get you close, close, and then you can yeah, you fine tune. You have you have a lot of calculators, <laughs> like Hornaday app and everything's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. And there's a lot of them out there. And I just I just do the math in my head and say, <laughs> yeah, okay, I should be at two and a half MOA, and then I start shooting, and it's two fifty seven. Eh, it's not one, quite that. One ten at thirty eight. <laughs> Jesse just slid over a, a picture of a coyote that he uh, skinned light with dog. a yeah. light dog. <laughs> He's going. He's going to win lightest dog. Small dog. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Daryl also asked. I want to know what what is he talking about? Did he say what caliber that is? That has to be a two hundred four something. I don't know, man. Like I, I, don't, I don't know, know what other caliber has a thirty two grain bullet. What has he been talking about lately? Has he been talking about anything lately? No, he hasn't mentioned that anything. Two forty three. He yeah he got he that, new, that yeah he got the two forty three now. He also asked if we keep a tether on Nate at night so he doesn't get lost. Yes. Yes. When did he ask that? It was on there. I seen it. Yeah. Through Messenger. It's right here. It's like a child. I've, ne- like the I've old never leash, gotten lost. The old leashes your parents had back in the 80s. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why Daryl got that laser. So if Nate goes puts the call out, he can shine. like, Nate, we're over here. Yeah. <clears throat> and you know I'm going to pe- – because Mike ain't doing it. That's for fucking sure. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't Michael. Mike is, <laughs> yeah. Mike is over there eating the Twinkies. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I probably like, got uh, the Twinkies, I'll be honest. <laughs> go, ahead and, go ahead and get set up. I'll be out there when I'm ready. Right? I'm probably done. You? Uh, you're talking about speed and stuff. Like I'm I'm really contemplating my night gun is uh, 6.5 Creedmoor, and I tested a crap ton of bullets because I was not happy with the amount of coyotes I missed last year. I was shooting the 95-grain VMAX. Did not group more of the shit. So then I shot the 129 interlocks I killed deer with. Still wasn't happy with the group, though. I shot, I don't know, a handful of others. I got two 129 SSTs and the 140 ELDMs, and both of those are I'm super happy with. I can honestly go either way, so I'm going to the cheaper one of the two, if I, wherever I can find the cheapest. I'm really contemplating shooting 140-grain bullet at Coyotes this year. Yeah. I'm not it'll, keeping the fur. Right. Up. It's not worth anything anymore. in the beginning, yeah. yeah. My night gun might be a 6.5 Creedmoor with a uh, 140 grain ELDM. You can find the ammo. Can. Pretty easy. Yeah. You won't have to anyway. try to find the dog anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, don't worry about the dog. Well, he's dead. Yeah. Just leave him there. He'll be fine. <laughs> or, Daryl, I can just hold your hand and I won't get lost either. There you go. Never mind. All right. Uh, this one's from Carol Humfeld. Have you ever shot one out of a bedroom window? Mom. <laughs> <laughs> No, I shot him out of the dining room window. <laughs> I have, I have actually have it on the Tacticam video of shooting a double out of my dining room window. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Yeah. Proud of you. Bathroom windows count? Sure. Uh, yeah. Any window. Any any abode window. 
Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I live in city limits, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I've thought about it. Let's put it that way. It was actually convenient. Right when I got my suppressor, and uh, I seen a coyote coming down the waterway behind my house, and I, I took, I hung up on my dad, and I said, coyote, got to go. I hung up, ran, got the gun, cranked open a window, shot it. When I shot, another coyote took off. Well, the way he ran, I couldn't swing, so I had to go open a different window, like a crank window. So I had to open two windows, and I ended up shooting that one too. So, damn. Okay, uh, we're getting close to the end of our questions. We got a lot of questions today. Yeah, thank you. Uh, TCO guide, I uh, forgot his name, but I do know that guy. Uh, good to hear from you, dude. What's the average dis- distance of shots taken using a thermal, and what zero are you using? I'm using two hundred zero, and usually. 200 yards and in yeah. is what we're shooting with thermals. I don't think we've shot anything. I don't think us personally have shot anything over 200. I shot one at 260 the other, that first time I used my 6-arc last year. Oh, yeah. At yeah, your yeah. depredation tag place. Yep, that's true. But that was the furthest, I yeah. think. He he poked one at like 497,000 <laughs> feet. <laughs> 384. It was luck, but... Uh, he thought it was a deer. <laughs> <laughs> The funny thing was it ran in between deer. And, uh, yeah. But uh, I use a 100-yard zero just because that was most convenient. I probably need to use a two, but 200 and ends typically because if they're coming, they're coming all the way. Yeah. That one we had already shot a couple coyotes, and there was one still lingering in the field, and I kind of knew close to my hold and let it go. Yeah. Yeah. What about you guys? But even daytime, because I know you guys are on, like, nighttime hunt a ton. Yeah. But, like, daytime-wise in your setups, what's your average shot distance? Oh, 150 within, yards. Yeah, within yeah. two. Yeah. yeah. You know, I like to kill them at 75 yards. Yeah. You know, Closer I mean, the better. Yeah. I like to yeah, Well, there's a, there's a point where it's two. Let them work. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they're if not slowing down, you got to kind of try to stop them. Right. Yeah. yeah, if it's a tournament hunting, you know, I mean, if, if they'll – if we can get them stopped out there a little mm-hmm. ways, we'll kill them. But if we're just out hunting – and I like to work them. Man, I like mm-hmm. to get them to get all the way to the call till they kind of do their own stop. You don't even have to bark <laughs> yeah, at them. Just oh, okay, you're you done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Have you guys decoy dogged at all? Yeah, that is to me that's that's a whole nother. That's like a Killed third. A triple. Killed a triple off that decoy dog. Yeah, that that's uh, some of the funnest no, stuff because no, no, you get no. to see the no, not with you talking a live. I'm talking about no, live decoy. No, no, no. no, we never have. No. It's one of them lucky duck call or lucky duck dogs or whatever he'll do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lucky duck. Like people. a like a fake yeah, right. a decoy. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. See, I've never tried that. I'm going to try that at some point. But if you uh, get in a place where they're territorial, mm-hmm. it works good. Yeah. yeah, it's like a type of time of season. Then yeah, yeah. yeah. Really and I, I talked about June, July is yeah. Now, so he asked a question about uh, zero on thermals, but in general. I'm actually probably going to start zeroing everything at 200 moving forward. Same. Same. What I started this do? year doing that more. I mean, I've always zeroed at Daytime 100. stuff? Yeah, I'm, yeah everything. I'm, yeah. All my stuff's 100. 100? Yeah, all my stuff's 100. So I, that's all I've ever done, but yeah. I I zeroed my Creed more, my 6 Creed, at 200 because I had to. And it's just like basically now, anything out to 300 with that gun, put it on them. So uh, what are you shooting out of your 6 Creed? My 6 Creed is the 108s. I believe. Oh, yeah. yeah. The 108s. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. Currently. So it'll, it'll be my, for a while. So I used to be old school. Not like I used that. to. Doesn't I, like the 108s? No. I, I'm. Uh, yeah, but you're bolt. 103. Guy. So is mine. So, so is yeah, my 6 oh, is bolt. bolt. Yeah. So I think mainly they're like, what, 103s? 
103, 105 is the uh, blacks, and then 108 is the, the match. M's. Yeah. I think they came out with an 87. I'm at 90. 90? I'm, I'm shooting Osler 90 trophy. Osler's? Okay. I wouldn't be against trying. They're expensive, but Something, I found yeah. them a couple Lighter. years ago, yeah. and I bought quite a bit of it. Yeah. I'd like to try so, some. I've never tried any Nosler stuff. That's where I'm at with my 108s right now. I've got like 300 of them because I bought, I found them when I got it. I probably spent $300 on ammo just trying to figure out what mine likes the best. Right. <laughs> no, I did that, that's because it was, it was honestly that, pissing me off because it wasn't grouping very good. And right. you could ask Jesse. I mean, I, it was pissing me off. Yeah. Yep. So far, mine's shot well. Um, I'm going to do some more dialing. Because all I was able to really do was zero it for deer season for my sons and myself. But um, so far, I mean, it, once I got it going, it, it was nice. Yeah. But 108s are match grade, and there's some things with deer that scare me a little bit. But, yeah, that's – so. but anyway, back to the zero. Like doing that, it's just like, oh, shit, that's kind of nice. I've always I've always zeroed at 100, and then at 300 you gotta kind of okay. I got about a three and a half inch drop here. Right. Well, zero to 200. Huh? Do you dial much or do you just no? Hold I, I use my MOAs. Right. Um. So if, I hold. Like I'll, let's say it's a 500 yard shot. Just yeah. Let's say that's a a three MOA holdover. Right. I will use my scope. Yeah. Markings and hold up at three. The only time I've ever dialed was whenever we. We were hunting a tournament. <laughs> we had two dogs come lay out. We were over it was the last big set old, of the night. Last set of the night. Yep. I think we had like one dog in the truck, and there was two that came out in the middle of a bean field, seven, almost eight hundred yards yeah. away. Almost eight hundred yards away. Like none of the, us had. Yeah, yeah, like, we're what, ready for that. What's the holdover on that? So Russell did some calculations on his app. He's like, "What was it? Like twenty something?" I don't remember. <laughs> we were all shooting twenty two fifty. 250s and yeah we all missed but that's the only time i ever dialed we were not far off no we were close <laughs> yeah. but it was that's one my of thing I was we're not going to get them any closer they don't want to come do you right. do you we dial do. or hold uh, dial dial um ever since we started shooting mill i dial i used to be old school i used to just set myself in an inch high at 100 you mm-hmm. know and now we just zero it at 100 and dial yeah um but let's see i should clarify i don't zero at 200 i zero at 50 and then I verify at 200 and make adjustments if I need right. to because the math says you should be about exactly right. the same at 50 as you are at 200. Yeah. And then I move out to 200, right. check everything, and, yeah. okay, maybe I am a little off here and yeah. adjust it. But Yeah. I, was, I zero everything at 100 and, like mm-hmm. I said, just dial. But What made you go often, to mill? How often we dial? Almost never. Almost never. Yeah. You know, I mean, usually – I mean, honestly, 90% of the coyotes that we kill are within 200 yards. Mm-hmm. I mean, in Missouri, that's pretty um, normal, yeah. right? And I mean, if yeah. if we do, like, I killed one last year, that tournament that we did, what tournament did we do? Broadmockers. That was the farthest shot I had on a coyote, probably. It was like 350, 360, running straight away. Oh, man. Um, so, I mean, like, you don't have time to dial for that. Right. You hold over on that, but... When they're running straight away, they're not too bad. Yeah, yeah, a little bit um, of an easier shot. Right. Uh, Colin Hazy, what calls are you using, and what sequence do you run them in? Oh man, that that's I mean, secret de- stuff right there. It just depends yeah. too. <laughs> that's the sauce like, right there. I'll yeah. be honest with you, this time of year, I'm not opposed to using uh, prey distress to right. start a a, a, a a set, but most of the time I don't. Um, now the actual call, my go to is. Uh, well, 
It's going to be my Fox Pro X24 this year. But I haven't hunted with it yet, so I guess I can't really say that. Is that what he means? Maybe with calls. I think it's call or sound. Yeah. yeah. But I like vocals better, but I'm not against, I obviously. Use, I use that Revolt, and I have that Roughneck. The Revolt, I'm in like situations I want a decoy because it has a built-in decoy. So sometimes if I'm in a flat field, I want something to get their attention farther away. I'll use that. That Roughneck I honestly bought for night hunting because it has a little bit of a louder speaker. I liked using it for mm-hmm. to get the sound out there more. But uh, And it's lighter, easier to carry, easier yeah. to pack. But um, same situation. It just depends on, on situation. I'm not opposed to vocals, mixing some distress. You got your pup distress fights. I mean... This all depends on time of year. And the thing you're trying to do is you're trying to paint a picture, right? Essentially. You start with pup distress, and then you go into an invitation howl, and then, I mean, that doesn't make sense. That You know, like, I can't remember who we had on our show. It was like, would you knock on someone's door, and as soon as they answer the door, be like, F you, I'm going to fight you. Like, this just seems off. Like, it's a it's a progression. There's right. days. You know, I mean... <laughs> You know, yeah. are you are you going to come to the door if I'm sitting there pounding on your door saying I'm a I'm a fight you right now? No, you're not going to open the damn door. Right. You're going to be like fuck that guy. Yeah, I like. But if you're like, hey, excuse me, too. sir. <laughs> you know, I like to talk to him too. You know, I mean, yeah. if you howling, if you do an invitation howl and one answers back with kind of an aggressive howl, then do an interrogation howl. You know, you like start stepping try to up, get them you know. pissed yeah. off. Yeah, you yeah, know, I mean, try to up. work them into yep. if they want to fight if they aren't acting aggressive then back off a little bit you know yeah. get into the whimpers <coughs> lines or whatnot wow <laughs> sorry that's my eardrum <laughs> <laughs> sorry he's new at this <laughs> full sin <laughs> yeah i try to talk to him too but it don't i usually i'm like what is your name <laughs> um ryan flippin uh we pretty much already asked this question or this question was already asked but i want to say hi to ryan and, and uh at least read his question after hunting a set how long will you stay away from the property before you hunt it again? We pretty much discussed yeah, that earlier. Just depends. Uh, just depends. Uh, will Judson, do you get permission from nearby landowners, and how far do you try to cover in terms of square miles? Is it effective enough to only hunt mornings? No night vision scope. It's easier to ask for forgiveness than it is. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, don't a, listen to harley <laughs> <laughs> there's a reason why orange is not required when you're driving. how uh, fast can you run no hey that is one just thing hunting uh, not to not to backpedal anything but talking about our tournament it is during the alternative uh season this year so i've had a few questions people asking if you have to wear orange mm-hmm. um per mdc you do not have to wear orange if you're a small game hunting or coyote hunting during alternative method season Correct. so there's Good no orange required. During doe, during doe season, you had to, but alternative yeah. method, you don't. Right. That's, it's crazy, mm-hmm. but yeah. Good. Um, honestly, just ask permission, and if you're only – You get as much as you can. can. Yeah. Ideally, in a square mile. <laughs> All of it. Yeah. <laughs> I, see, not – I mean, yes. My buddy Calder <laughs> taught me that you really don't need the whole section. No. You just need you the know, right a piece in that section right. to get well, to sure. the right spot. Yeah, you're calling them. Right. You you're, you're, they're coming from a ways away, and you can hear them. I mean, your call is probably traveling 800, 900 to a, a mile. Oh, you'll you know. call a coyote from, from a mile away. Right. For sure. So, I mean, you want to spread yourself out, and yeah. you need as many spots as you possibly yeah, can you, if you're going to hunt a lot because you can burn it, it out. They're a dog. 
You can right. teach your dog, your your house dog, things. Well, the more a can learn as well. The more permission you have on, let's just say, a square mile. The more options. The, the more options, options you have yeah, to yeah. set it, depending on what wind. And less other people can come hunt your house. And less <laughs> other people can hunt it. So yeah, there's that. And then last question of the night: the gaming outdoorsman. What optics slash scanners are you guys running? And what would you suggest for beginning? Our beginner night hunting setup. I know it's been said before, but I can't find the episode. Well, that's all right. We'll talk about it again. Buy once, cry once, thermal. Well, it's it's thermal. So, ain't nothing cheap no. in the thermal game right now. Well, I mean, you could I, get night vision for cheap. Sure, I guess. If you're talking thermal that's alone. Because they got a scope on Like, you can get a night vision scope. Yeah. Huh, I'll be dipped. Yeah. You if, if, you're t- if, we're, if we're just talking about thermals, you need to plan on, I would assume, at least three grand. Probably. At yeah. the bare minimal. Yeah. Right. If you want to real, I mean, for a yeah, good 20, one that you're going to. to three grand. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. If you want like a real good one that you're going to keep for a long time, you're going to be happy with, I would assume around five. Right. And there's there's good ones out there. Mike and myself, Andy, Jesse, and I don't, can't remember Harley said you got one. We all have Athlons. Yeah. Um, But there's other good. Like I had iRays before my Athlons. Andy had Pulsars before his uh, AGMs Athlon. AGMs are good. AGMs. Mm-hmm. Intro level. Um, yeah. Stay away from the Thor. <laughs> Which, that being said, <laughs> we've killed we've killed coyotes with the Thor. It too. still technically works to this day, and that thing is old. Yeah, that thing was Ru- like our, my brother first Russell. one. You know, he's, he's actually ATN. got like one of the first. Um, yeah, ATN. He's got one of the first. Like, I don't even remember what brand it is. They're out of business. It's got like the fish eye effect on it, where it's clear in the middle. I like, that but thing. it it gets not as clear. Right. As, as you go. go out, it's old as shit. He was the, f- I guarantee you, in this general area, he's probably the first person that had a thermal. Yeah. And uh, still works. I like but that. But the technology has come a long ways. Yeah. That's for sure. But for beginner level, I mean, those those companies we just listed off, Plan for obviously we're grade. partial to the Athlon. Mm-hmm. I think Athlon's going to be a great. They have, they're going to have a beginner level. And yeah, what's up. their, what? I mean. They, they they got. I'll just look it up. That's he just knows. Them. That's just them and. Do you know the price of their? What's their? Uh, the was it a, the four hundred? Yeah, give me one second. I mean, they they, they their company in general has beginner level scopes of daytime, so a nighttime. Thirty-five, a thirty-five to four hundred is their smallest one. Um, looking at twenty-six hundred. Yeah. About um, yeah, then bad. the next one up. Which is the fifty to four hundred? You're looking at twenty nine hundred. Yep. And then you get up into the six forty. Yep, the fifty by six forty, and you're four grand. Yeah. So, hey, the gaming outdoorsman, give explicit outdoors a call. That's right. Yeah. You can get hook you fixed you up. up with we'll athletes. Because, like I said, Andy, myself, Micah, Jesse, you got one. Not yet. You but it's going to be an athlon, I'm assuming. Yep. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> we're all going to be running athlons. It's, yeah. it's yeah. too it's too late, Nate. It's yeah. too late. Jesse was actually what? one of the guys for stupid that, questions. Yeah, <laughs> Jesse was one of the ones that kind of helped get the athlon Who? deal. Where Jesse? Where? Shut the. F- Did I ask? <laughs> oh my god! Burn. <laughs> it's late. What? Sorry, you no, were talking. No, go, I was just ahead. saying Jesse was one of the like the beta testers for athlon so he's probably been around it more than any of us for sure so yeah we did a lot of testing drake and i went out numerous nights this summer um <laughs> which was kind of difficult because we had thermals on dummy guns and or not on guns because we didn't want to get caught in the middle right. of somewhere out with a thermal right. scope you know scanning but 
um, yeah, we did a lot of adjustments and trial and error and played with a lot of different stuff, and they're pretty legit. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think a two-hour coyote season kickoff show is a nice way to kick it off. Especially since we BS for about an hour before, before that. So, so it's really been a three-hour three show. show. Yeah, yeah it, it's been good. It's been good. Uh, but that's all the questions, at least I think. We got them all and uh, did a lot of talking about different coyote yeah. subjects. Make sure you guys, if you're interested, check out the Explicit Tournament coming up. Come join us. Be a part be of the fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at least it. four of the people in this room will be there. Hopefully I'll be there. But it'll be a good time. Come say, come out, say hi to us. Yeah. Win some prizes. Man, we got a lot of stuff to give you away. You don't even have to hunt. Do you have to be a hunter to win to enter no, the no. – uh, Anybody? Yeah. So anybody, come buy some all tickets. The raffle, all the raffles will be open to anybody. The only thing that will be hunter-specific is the – um that the gun six degree that we were talking yeah. about getting given away which we didn't mention but it's going to be a really exciting thing seeing who wins that oh yeah yes. yeah we have so a way to determine so the the team with the most dogs will win that gun but and we have a way to determine which team member yeah actually gets to take that gun home and you won't want to miss it it's it'll, it'll probably go viral <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be good it's sure. gonna be good <laughs> <laughs> anyway okay uh you guys got anything else for these two where can they find you explicit outdoors facebook instagram yep, yep. facebook instagram explicit use. with an x at the beginning xpl sit xpl sit there yep. you go yep find us check us out need any athlon optics hit us up yep and once again if you can't remember who the hell they are and you're like i know missouri woods and water knows who they are get a hold of us we'll get you their information yep all right well uh Let's just hit the stop button then. Let's do it. See you. See you.